Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Tarek. You're Tarek? <laughs> yeah, I'm Tarek. I changed what? my name. Changed my name in my I'm, two weeks off. I'm I'm Tat. <laughs> Hi, I'm turning my volume down. <laughs> what? what is with this youth pastor? <laughs> okay, okay, T I was trying to I was trying to bring some energy to it, and uh, that's what happened. Turn you a youth pastor when you get energetic. Yeah. That's I cool. should just one day have a shit ton of sugar and start this show. Then I'll be fucking wilding out. Sugar is code for cocaine. No, I uh, I have an addiction to sugar that I found out. And booger sugar. It turns me into a fucking monster. Oh no, I do pick my nose. I fuck with picking my nose heavy. Oh, Good booger sugar. What are you supposed to? What are you supposed to do? Just let boogers build up in there yeah. until you fucking can't breathe and die. And that's that's why I'm more immune than other people. Booger sugar is just another term for cocaine. Dude, yeah, it's that it's that motherfucking devil's dandruff, dude. Hell yeah, it is. Um, oh yeah, it's also nice yeah. and salty. It's a good, it's a good little salt oh, rush. I like my crotch. Ah, uh, ah. Good crotch, good hat. I had, to, I had to bring a different energy. Ah. Uh, my name's Zach. I I'm, love that hat. I love I'm that. Larry. Hat. It's Anya's, but I'm stealing it. Toy. Oh, theft. Um, you have to go to YouTube.com if you want to also see Zach's wonderful hat. Maybe. We, yeah, if I ever upload. Have we posted any of these? Not for a while, it's but okay. you know, maybe I'll we'll, we'll get back on that. Yeah, don't fine. make no. empty promises, Matt. No one's listening. That's true. That's I think there's some people true. listening. We have like I, our past usual characters. Yeah, probably fucking Bryson, the fucking dork. I'm not gonna, fucking no, this whole, making me mad on purpose. Knows what gets my been, goat. I this saw whole thing that. has been some kind of weird social experiment where we just fucking record and we watch ourselves and then. Uh, and then it just goes into the void, and it tells us that people are out there. But I have yet to fucking see for myself. Well, we know one for sure. I do. I do. I love everybody. One, it's like a dream come true. Two. Of Emma. <laughs> just want to be with you. That Brian McKnight song. Box. Oh, yeah. My name is Derek, not Tarek. I knew oh. someone named Tarek once. Oh, really? That's a bunch. Yeah. I knew an a kid interesting named, name. I knew somebody named Taryn. Oh yeah, that's my nephew's name. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But I've heard that one. Oh, I met I, I met somebody named Taryn. Genuine Taryn boys over here, <laughs> dude, ripping in the Taryn. You remember that video? <laughs> I'm here. What's the most um, NXT wrestler ass name uh, you've actually known someone with? Because oh. mine is Jonica. Oh my! <laughs> no, I mean, no. I I tried to make Ronathan a real name, but my friend wouldn't name their kid Ronathan. And then I told them, I told, they're like, that's not a real name. And I said, how dare you? That's my father's name. <laughs> how dare you, mom? Name me <laughs> Ronathan. Change my name to Ronathan. You can do you're that. You're an adult. You, Derek, you're a legal I, adult. I, I support I think, you. I think Jimothy's the only one that, like, I've. That's met. fucking fake. No, I met a Jimothy. No, is it fucking what? Jimbo? Is that what he said his name was? No, it was this kid I went to church with. God, Jimbo probably listens to that to our podcast, a fucking nice ass prick. <laughs> He's so fucking nice, and he probably just supports every all of his goddamn friends. And he calls I it all of the his... same Jimbo I know. Yeah, the haircut guy. Not very well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Everyone fucking knows him. Everybody. Oh, genuine Jimbo boys. Over here. Everybody does know Jimbo. That's fair. Yeah. He's just a fucking personal old man. He almost got beat up at Tyler's house once. That's a story for another day. So did Matt's friends. So did I almost. <laughs> um, we are a professional wrestling podcast. Despite all the evidence. Uh, you're listening to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. We Check are the premier the wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Network. Yeah, we are. We're the, the number first one. and only. Um, and yeah, check out the other shows. Uh, mainly we do Keanu because that one fucking rips. Um, check out, check out, we do Keanu. Check out Overbooked. Check out I, what? I'm gonna shout out some ones that I don't think we ever shout out. Uh, how about Full Metal Brewer Radio? Thinking about this the other day. Absolutely, Full Metal, yeah. Full Metal Brewer Radio. I have oh, to. We used to I, run into them actually. Too. I know. I can't, co- Cody. I can't. I have to. It's a hard one to just rattle off. Full Metal Brewer Radio. Yeah. The yeah, Matt. On the the practice space below the one that our band shared, there's a Full Metal Brewer Radio sticker like on their. Door I've noticed with that. Ron Jeremy on it. Yeah, I've noticed that. Good merch. Like, oh yeah. Um, chits and chats. How about that oh, one? Chits, real- chits and chats. Just go on over and find the whole suite of podcasts. Yeah, and listen go to, to ease-drop.com or jizz.biz. Yeah. Even if you're not nasty. Uh, I'll be kind of rewind. Joey might actually listen to us because he likes wrestling. Yeah, be kind of rewind. That, that show rocks. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, let's... Let's get into the week, Let's the news. Where do we get start? Into it. Let's get into We're, it. There's so much. Do, do we want to start with? Uh, we'll give a little. We'll give a little tease of the subjects we're talking about. Ooh, besides nasty. the normal stuff, uh, we can talk about uh, Marty Jannetty. We can oh. talk about uh, AEW and all its all of its uh, failings. Um, we can talk about um, how Bruce Pritchard watched Fight Club for the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can talk about the the Good Brothers show, whatever that was called. Talking Talk Shopamania. Shopamania. Oh, Talking Shopamania. It was fantastic. Uh, man, With the really bone, so... bone dog match. It was so fun. Like, that was it. It's just fun. It's just like a parody of, like, wrestling. It was just them having fun and being really drunk. Travel Grower said he was going to shoot murder Chico, and I laughed, and I laughed. <laughs> and Stang showed up. Stang was there. The fucking, like, the flock was there. That's like the, like... The fucking like, flock. Like Raven's flock? Yes. Like Cora in the house? Yes. And her, her Raven's friend? Raven's flock of seagulls. <laughs> Tight. Ron Reeks, a.k.a. the Yeti, the Yeti, was there. And he had toilet paper wrapped around him. So, you know what? You can't get Sick. any better than that. It was just an hour and a half of just jokes and laughs and a lot of just, like you could tell, just drinking. They were yeah. probably just drunk out of their Hell minds. Yeah. Hell yeah. Tight. What else happened? Anything else cool happen? It was just a fun show. Everyone should check out. Yeah, everyone just check. it's it's hard to explain because like you have to be like a wrestling fan to like this. Yeah. Was it like, just those two wrestling each other in different characters? No. Oh no, like, no, oh, no. Okay. It was like okay. a full on show. That's what but, it felt like to me at one point. I didn't watch it, but Freight Train was there. Uh, Enzo was there. Oh, Brian yeah. Mudd. Talking in just his shoot voice, it was like it was so one odd. of the strangest things. I've and it ever seemed seen. like it was real because he was just like, Gallo's gonna lose so much money over this. It's like, <laughs> hey, he probably is. You're right. 
I mean, yeah, I bet I, I bet that you know, I bet that don't come cheap. I bet a boner yard match isn't fucking cheap to produce. So go give him he, your fifteen dollars. He bought and, a hearse. Uh, he bought a hearse like a fucking he shoot bought a hearse. Yes. We bought a hearse. Well, I mean that's just a that's just a long term in, investment. It's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I bet. Very long term. Just everywhere he goes, yeah, just, just papping on the hood. Last car I'll ever need. There was the... <laughs> there Drive was it the, straight into the ground. The wrestling return of Alex Kozlov. Oh, that's cool. That guy's funny as shit. He said it was fucking mine, and he's the best. He's talking about his Russian mom that used to beat him. Yeah. Damn. She eliminated him from a battle royal. Oh, sick. But yeah, um, um, what else happened? What else is there? Uh, I mean, people got mad some... about intergender wrestling again. So should we should we get through the quick hits of the recap and talk about all the the fucking news that's going on? Yeah, um, or should we just mi- intermingle it? Yeah, uh, whatever. Because there's it's Lucy little... Goosey today. Okay, there's a well, couple especially because little... like the recap stuff, like for yeah, like there's some big stuff that kind of it all encompasses everything. Yeah, it's let's true. get to All that. Right. Let's get to it first. All right. All right. All right. Start with mon- mon- Monday Night Raw. No, we should talk. Start away. That was me stuttering. Just so you guys know, Monday. that was not me trying to do something. That was just a pure ass stutter. Well, it was beautiful. Um, and <sighs> Thanks. on SmackDown, the thing that I was ex- not excited. Not even at all the word I was going to use. Interested in though, <laughs> is uh, is the fiend. He attacked Alexa Bliss. Oh yeah. yeah. There's two oh my things God, about that it. just happened. There's two things. Either this could be really cool. Uh, this could be a really fun in- new invention of Alexa Bliss. She could be a part of this cool shit, or it could all be used as a ploy in the fiend trying to fuck with Braun Strowman. And that's what I hope it's not. But it would probably is, and I don't like yeah. that. It's yeah, like everything with Bray Wyatt. It could have. It could be cool, and it yeah. never Schro- is. Schrodinger's cool. <laughs> yeah. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So it could. It's interesting. It was kind of a. It was one of those like, oh, that's out of nowhere. That's an RKO out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a mandible claw out of nowhere. Yeah. But uh, interesting stuff. Also, it's fun seeing Biggie just do his Biggie stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm stoked. He's finally getting a singles run. I hope something cool happens with it. Yeah. Hey. We'll see. We'll see. For, former IC champion, so. Oh, I did like that Chad Gable turned heel. Uh, probably going to go to his actual name. He fucking, I, like, he, I mean, he picked, I weirdly like that Baron called him Chad because he's he is the one that originally called him Shorty G. Yeah. Like, oh. For so it's like a, a, some attention to detail, especially around uh, Baron, which there never is. Is it like that, Jinx? That Only Baron can say your name and then you have your name back? Maybe and they change the graphics in your when you fucking walk out. <laughs> now it just says Chad. <laughs> just, yeah, it gets you a new RB. Gets you a new uh, TGI Fridays name tag. Oh yeah. But no, I thought was I think Corbo. that's cool. Uh, he's just fighting with Matt Riddle. Is it, uh, it, it was cool seeing Chad Gable fucking pick Matt Riddle up like it wait like it was a fucking a fucking big ass body pillow or something. He just fucking handled Matt Riddle. I just like still, it it's a fresh coat of paint on Gable. Yeah, I still feel weird about talking about Matt Riddle, but uh, glad, good to know he's uh, where uh, he doesn't belong. Yeah, yeah. just I, hanging out with Corbo. Yeah, I, I know. I, I I'm with you. I I have a hard time watching SmackDown now with like Matt Riddle, which is a little like I know it's 
about it's like, still it's super gray, but I don't want to support the dude well, until it's, it's all it's, green. It's, it's also hard to take a, a stand and be like, well, that's what's pushing me away from the product when it's like, okay, but we've known the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. time <laughs> but, how many uh, Vince shitty Mc, wrestlers Vince we've been McMahon watching. Exists. Yeah, how many shitty companies we support, how many shitty wrestlers we've been watching. I it would be oh, yeah. disingenuous to be like, well, that's the straw that broke the camel. I, oh yeah. It's I, it's like it's fairly hypocritical because like you see people like, because you don't want to get into this territory. I think that's what you're trying to explain. I've seen people who, like, rip apart, like, we'll just, like, use, for example, like, the WWE. Like, I'm not watching because they're, like, doing this, this, and that. But then they're defending Schlack from GCW. Yeah. And, like, well, like, he said he wasn't. So, like, it's cool just because that's your favorite. Or defending, yeah, yeah. like, the fact that on Dynamite there was, like, two minutes of women's wrestling. <laughs> Dude, for real. But Seriously. And, and like... They brought Sammy Guevara back already. Like different levels. Yeah, of then he almost murdered shit Matt between those two. You know, allegedly, but still, like with Riddle. But it's for you know. sure. It's it's really so, good to be aware. And it, I don't support Matt Riddle like I used to. I just can't. I it's yeah. hard seeing somebody and then be like, oh, I. But it's hard. But it's still like I I I will acknowledge that he's there. And like if he's wrestling, you know, it's like. I mean, it's the character Matt Riddle. It's the same thing with AJ. Right. right. It's it's just it's, it's it's complicated a little, stuff. It's everything's very complicated and then trying to like on one end be like I can't do this because of this but then you're like defending and you never want to get to that weird hypocritical territory. Yeah. It's, it's just like having awareness and then you know being mindful and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. I don't like be, be mindful of like where your money's going, mm-hmm. you know, like Yeah. Um. Anything else happened on SmackDown? I don't uh, remember. I I don't think it so. feels I, like it was stuff. years ago. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah, it's all stuff is all starting to build up towards SummerSlam. I don't know. We'll get we'll get. Are right you into ready? It. Um. Ready all right. Time, well, let's get into to Mama Mama Monday Night Raw um, Underground. So they like it was the weirdest weirdest thing. But honestly, it, I was like intrigued and entertained throughout the whole episode. It was one of the like strangest episodes of Raw, top oh to God. bottom, I've ever seen. That's what, if you can't. Um, if you can't, deliver- like I forgot there was a poisoning. Oh yes! What? Someone poisoned someone? Yeah, dude. Montez got fucking like poisoned. Poisoned, dude. By the Viking Raiders? No, well, but. Th- Bianca Allegedly, was... Zelina and crew, but Hell they yeah. said they didn't do it, so we don't know. But also, they did like, it. the doctor let him go after he was already on the ground. Like, oh, like, no, you're fine. Well, he does work for WWE. <laughs> if, you can't deliver, if you can't deliver a, a, a really good, fucking clean wrestling product, fucking at least entertain me. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. You throw um, a fucking fight club. Just on there. don't bore me. Don't bore they, me. They they kept me wasn't. interested for like three hours because it was just wow. a weird ride of the fucking underground. Randy and Drew cutting these really good promos. Yeah, like I heard. Was, I heard some of those. It was Ruby really Riot's good. back. Ruby Riot. And um, there was a Bachelor contestant um on the show. That just is like was there. I actually got some inside info on her, and she's rad, so that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Good. That's cool. good. And um, 
Yeah, did they build more of a uh, Dominic Seth? Yeah, Dominic yeah. challenge like he's gonna fight him at fucking uh, what's Summerfest? it called? Summer Slam, Summerfest. Summerfest. <laughs> um, That's, that so rocks. They teased the Samoa Joe like coming back and wrestling. That's bad. Hell yeah! Hell oh, yeah! There was so much that happened. So yeah. much <laughs> happened. Um, there was an an arson of a generator. Oh yeah. Like, uh, and I forgot what they called the new. There's a name for the new faction, actually. Um, Hurt business. Uh, retribution. Retribution, <laughs> and it's like five people that like set fire to a generator that was causing all these issues. Apollo Crews just came back and beat MVP. That also happened. Didn't isn't aren't they saying that this is a, a non-political antifa? Um, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a non. People said that's like. Antifa, but it's supposed to be like a non-political group. Like WWE <laughs> isn't trying to do that. <clears throat> okay, okay. They're just trying to get close to it. They're trying yeah. to be topical. Yeah, uh, Nia, Nia is indefinitely suspended. Oh yeah, Nia like, beat up Pat Buck. They let Pat Buck talk. What happened? What a wild ride! What a fever dream of an episode of Raw. It's so strange. Like Shane. Like we haven't even mentioned Shane was Shane. back. So the underground, we didn't. Okay, so the raw underground, yeah, like let's get to it. randomly, let's get like to in the middle of the episode, they're like they cut to Shane McMahon in like what looks like a warehouse with a ring with no ropes, and like people like shoot fighting in the ring, and like people like yelling, and there's there's fucking dancers there, and he's Dude, like, Whoa! Up, like Baba Tunde, Baba Tunde was there. It- it felt fucking straight up Kumate, dude. It felt <laughs> fucking Bloodsport. It felt it felt Bloodsport as fuck. And fucking uh, Shane was like, "Well, underground, like you know, nine o'clock." It's like, what is happening? I gotta see this. When the uh, when the clock gets to nine, he was now we're so uh, fucking sweaty. Now he we're underground. Now we're goddamn. So can sweaty, we get a fan? Bro. Can we please get a fan down here? Let's go underground. Me versus Potato Face. It's raw um, underground. I thought it'd be cooler. I thought it'd be more insulated by dirt. But it's uh, Swerve it's Scott was one of the here. fighters. They had oh, fucking um, Baba Tunde just beating up people. I forgot didn't, the name they gave him, but it was, I just know him as Baba Tunde. Didn't uh, Ziggy Dolph Dolph fight? Yeah. He yes. like shoot mm-hmm. wrestled someone essentially. Yeah, because he is actually he was one of the most winning uh, amateur wrestlers in Kent State history. Oh my gosh! And I don't. I'm so sorry. I'm so Go. sorry, but I have Go. to step. We have to step away from Raw for just a moment because you mentioned yeah. Dolph Ziggler, and it reminded me that I just watched the entirety of the episode of Silent Library on YouTube. With you remember that show with the WWE superstars? I love that show. Dude, so that show rocked. Dolph, so it, Trent, Kalen Croft. Trent is there. Um, fucking. Oh, he, when he uh, was was he in developmental for a minute? Trent he was on SmackDown. Trent. Trent was signed for like four years. What? Yeah. He did Tyler. his tope onto nothing on an episode of SmackDown once. <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, against Drew McIntyre. I'm sure we've talked about that before, and I just completely and forgot one, uh, it. I'm pretty sure not- Miz also used like didn't catch him once, and he got knocked out. Oh shit! But anyway, watch that episode of Silent Library. It's really fun. Yeah, Kalen yeah. Croft is on there, and he and was uh, I, not Heath, not Heath, but who was the other one that was just like Heath? Uh, the Lost Record guy. Um, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, Kurt Hawkins. He was there. They don't look that similar. They're just both redheads. I think it's Heath Slater, Kurt Hawkins. That's like what what gets the syllables get fucked up. In my fucking head. fucking losers. Couple of fucking. Well, I don't know, man. In in impact, Heath Slater's still a loser because like Brian Myers got a contract mm-hmm. that had been yet, and 
Heath Slater lost to Moose, so he still doesn't have a contract. <laughs> but it was a really good match, and Moose cheated to win, so. It's true, but also, fuck Moose. And they're just, <laughs> yeah, fuck Moose. They're also just, like, redoing the fucking, like, SmackDown storyline he had <laughs> with Rhino. Yeah. So Wait, is Rhino's in Impact, right? Yes. So I'm, Holy oh, shit. I, I, I'm I thought sorry. he was just signed to Prestige. I'm sorry, and I knew this was going to happen, and we can get back to Raw Underground. Um, um, I am just waiting for Shane versus the Mole Man. <laughs> I, just, I, I said this on the internet. I didn't. I only saw like YouTube gifs of Raw Underground. It is the perfect YouTube place. Gifs. I don't know. It is the perfect place for uh, Oni Lorkin. Fuck yeah, it is. Oh man, Oni versus Shane. Book it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Only just like in love that fucking like just some jeans, like let him grow his chest hair out again, right? And just fucking going. We'll get to Oni too. Grow, grow his finger out again. <laughs> grow that finger Eric, out again. Kicked Eric's ass. Yeah, Eric's I got ass. him to tweet me because I misspelled a thing, and then I said Oni Lorcan kicked my ass, and he he gave me the finger, and he's gonna. He threw it up. I would I would allow yeah. him to. Dude, if, if he... It wouldn't be... I would be honored. It wouldn't be like allowing him to. He would just kick your ass. Yeah, I would... Yeah. I would yeah. just... I would be so excited to, to tweet, I just got my ass kicked by Oni Lorcan. That'd be tight. His tweet that says, I am deeply in love with kicking ass is still just <laughs> literally a perfect tweet. My favorite tweet of his is when he was like, I was just in Vince's office, we're doing push-ups and listen to ACDC. <laughs> Man, hell yeah! Then there's the whole like bench saga where he was living under a bench. <laughs> oh yeah, he fucking rips. He's yeah, just tw- he's a he's a fucking just he's a funny dude. Like I love uh, it because yeah, Oni Larkin's the like the sleeper hit of of 2020. Especially he was the sleeper like, hit of 2019, but especially right now he's standing out. Um, his Wednesday's match was great. We'll get to that here in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. so they they had these random shoot fights. There was like a thousand camera cuts. Um, there was dancing girls, and it was really funny because it's like they cut to the girls, and they're dancing on the poles, and then it's like the TVPG like logo po- pops up. Dude, I know it was like this weird like Nitro Girl sort of feel to the. I was like, to me, th- that did not seem necessary for this underground fight, but none of it seemed necessary. So uh, yeah, this whole thing, me Sable, <laughs> hey boys, oh god, <laughs> that's the last person I want to be here, Sable. Oh, why are you here? Um. Yeah, it, it, none of it was necessary. Brock Lesnar in there was Sable dancing. <laughs> now the only image in my head. Dude, Brock Lesnar and fucking Runderground, though? Just God, her, like, weird terrifying. dance. Or, like, she, like, the one she did for The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Like dancing. I hope, I mean, a lot of people like this. CM Punk liked it. Um, Which is so wild. Um, well, yeah, because he's probably a fucking dork who still thinks Fight Club's cool. So. <laughs> um, but I, I hope they don't just abandon it. I hope it stays. Uh, well, no. I was going to ask. I want us all to wager how many weeks before this disappears, like Mick Foley's third hour of Raw. Four. Uh-huh. Four yeah, weeks. I give it max five. Yeah. Oh, um, the the lights you know, going out. Hour of Raw. Now, you know what I'm going to say? We're never going to see it again. Ooh. It, you it, know what? 
it was way too big of a hit. They had like a two hundred and thirty five percent uh like episode over episode increase in like a female demographic, like an eighty seven percent in like twelve to thirty four. It's like people watched it. I've made my choice. Um I'm gonna go on the other extreme. We're never getting rid of it. It's just gonna become it's all gonna three be hours there of raw forever. No, it's gonna get his own show. Forever. Yo, there's that report that apparently backlash is it backlash or payback? Hey, when it's happening a week after summer. Payback, I think. Payback. What if payback is literally a underground pay per view? That'd be fucking for, like, tight. Shit from SummerSlam. That'd that be would tight. be the fucking best. Yeah, that would yeah, be fucking cool. cool. Shane versus Mole Man. <laughs> I just why is Shane so sweaty? Like they pre-taped this. Like have him stand in front of a fucking fan for a while. Ice he's him just down, a dude. sweaty boy. Ice him down. He's gonna fucking overheat. There's times Maybe. he looks like he's going to die. Maybe he, he turning wants purple. It. Maybe he wants it. He's, he's sweating because he's nervous to fight me, the mole man. Mole man, you sound just like his father. <laughs> he's nervous what? to impress no. his dad. I'm not. not yeah. I'm the mole man. Well, I'm uh, I'm down here and I've tried to impress my father. By, I dug a big hole and we're going to fight. And uh, There's no ropes. I'm going to get a guy up here. We're going to fucking, we're going to fight. We're going to shoot fight up here. There's also Daddy. there was a report Daddy. that uh, said that they would be surprised. Also, you start seeing some women in there too. Tight, like, like I want to see Shayna see ripping Sh- heads off. Shayna Baszler just beating some ass. Fucking like Raquel Gonzalez just fucking. Oh my god, some ass. that'd be really Sonya. fucking sick. Sonya beating some ass. Fucking get some people there and let's just beat some fucking ass. Lana. Yeah, let's just all go to the underground and beat some fucking ass. Yeah, oh, ass beat. Lana just takes out Shayna Baszler. Fuck, dude. Lana just TikToking. Dude, it's just an alternate fucking reality. Dude, you gotta go into the underground to TikTok now. True. She's gonna become, like, the leader of the revolution. Dude, underground? Whoa. Her her and her new uh, kayfabe husband, the Mole Man. I'm waiting. That's... That is where this story will end up. Is with a fucking underground crit- critter. This is gonna. Mm-hmm. This is gonna end up with like another like weird marriage. It's just gonna go like a weird left. <laughs> Paul Heyman's not booking anymore. There's not gonna be any marriages. It's but it's Bruce Pritchard. Oh okay, that's true. He may not do like the the same type of thing, but I mean we all remember like wrestling weddings are just a thing. It's true. They're a part of my fucking the. Fabric of every young wrestling fan. It's true. Yeah. Um, should we get get to when's Wednesdays? The Wednesday Night Wars. You want to talk about AEW or NXT? Let's start with AEW. No, start with NXT because I feel AEW will lead to more things. Yeah, yeah let's keep it in the WWE okay. family. Yeah. Um. All right. Universe. NXT was tight. <laughs> That's all it I'm going to say. Really Dakota, do, 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 Dakota Kai going to NXT TakeOver Triple X, State of the yeah. Union. She beat Rhea, which makes her look cool. Yeah. Um, she's going to fight EO, and if she wins, I'll, I'll get it, but I'll be sad. I liked, I liked yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think she will either, but I like that um, Mercedes Martinez comes, beats down Rhea, kind of continues the Robert Stone brand stuff. Also yeah. then positions Mer- Mercedes Martinez like return. As like a big deal, and so yeah, it's for cool real. because like this breaks off like another storyline for the women's division. 
Because now you mm-hmm. have Rhea Mercedes. You have the title feud. Then we have another feud that's on the um, later on in the show that we can talk about. So there's just a lot of different things going on. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah. a lot of people from Australia and New Zealand on this fucking first hour. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was only. <laughs> <laughs> we had Big Boy. Jane Thorne, Rhea, Dakota, and then also uh, Indy Hartwell. Like, oh, good fucking NXT AU. Just, just a regular, I, uh, I a regular Taika uh, Waititi movie. I thought the match was really good. I thought regular Lord of the Rings looked great. Rhea is so fucking strong and powerful. Her moves always just look fucking crisp. And Mercedes, cool. Mercedes, a fucking badass. Oh yeah, when she came in, Rhea has Super Saiyan hair now, which is weird because she should have had it at Romania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. But every, I'm just excited. It's like we get two two different matches coming out of this this match, and I'm excited for both of them. So it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, we had was it? Uh, I didn't pull up the card. I, I remember. Talk about, I want to talk about Ridge Holland. Yes, let's was, talk about Ridge the, the triple Holland. threat. That's yes. the triple threat. Okay, mm-hmm. so the triple threat match was fucking the Archer of Infamy, Damian Priest, the fucking Forever Party, the Forever Party Boy, VIP Vampire. Uh, then we had Oni Lorkin. Hell yeah! And then we had the guy that I've been just fucking taking a big old nap on, Ridge Holland. I I have not been watching NXT UK. This guy's badass. Who who has? Right. No, yeah. I, don't I didn't know it was still on. It's to not. be honest, same. To be it's honest, not. same. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rich Holland is badass, dude. The UK doesn't get wrestling right now. They're in timeout for a long time. <laughs> true, so. true. That's true. That's true. Uh, NXT UK, you're all in timeout. Now stop it. All four of you left. <laughs> Pete Dunn. All four of you left. Come to uh, NXT proper. Yeah, you know who's still in? You know who's still fine? As far as I know, I could be wrong. Andrews. Fucking pop punk. Our fucking pop point. Pop, pop punk boy Mark. And, yeah, no, everyone like seems to say he's a good guy, which is obviously a lie because <laughs> look at it him. makes me hate life. <laughs> what, what about maybe in the UK, like the pop punk scene isn't as shitty as it is here? Uh, I have a hard time believing that. Chunk, no, I'm Captain same. Chunk is from the UK, you say? They're from France. Well, it's Europe. <laughs> I will say maybe because he seems like he's like. Just he's just like a weird dude, but yeah. also just like a, a cornball that like just genuinely loves pop punk. Yeah, like maybe he's the jo- Johnny Gargano of England. Yeah, just a fucking yeah, maybe, dork. Like maybe Victor, just, just let, let me have this. Fucking, dude, let him have his fucking Powerade and Cheetos and fucking let him play his pop punk, dude. Let him play fucking, <laughs> let him play music in his fucking Powerade and Cheetos. <laughs> Yeah, dude, just let him fucking do his thing, man. <laughs> is that what pop punk kids eat? It's powery. Shut up, it is. Dude, I thought, yeah, I thought you were tuned into what's going on over in the UK. I guess not. Yeah. That combo of food made me sad. <laughs> Why? Relive, reliving a lot of my fucking middle, middle school years made you fucking sad? Why, yeah. Why'd you get Powerade and Cheetos? Dude, Powerade was generally cheaper than Gatorade. Cheetos is just fucking good. I like the Flamin' Hots, and then mm-hmm. I would also get myself, when they came out, the Cheddar Jalapeno. Ooh, those are yum. Yeah, dude, I just fucking, I ruined so many pairs of pants with just orange fucking stains. Just fucking, Cheeto dust? Dude, oh, yeah. I just had fucking Powerade fucking electrolytes and sugar, baby. Um, yeah. I will say that Ridge Holland looked really good in this match. 
Yeah. yeah. The, three, the three dog night. Um, they protected him. Only Lurkin was the glue that held everything together. He set mm-hmm. this frenetic pace. Like the first part of this match was just so fast paced. It was just moving and moving and moves and like it wasn't just a typical like yeah two guys fight for five minutes and one gets bipped out. It's like fucking only runs in hits Damien, but then Ridge runs in hits. Damien. It's just like it's fucking the, mess. It was dude, awesome. the first was time. Fight. The first time that match kind of took a breath was when fucking like Oni hopped back in the ring and then fucking Ridge Holland is just standing there and they're both just staring at each other and then they start a slap fest and they start yeah. slapping each other and then fucking Oni hits him with those like r- like fucking hit the ropes and hit that fucking European uppercut on him a couple times. It was, yeah, it was so fast paced and then it was also just fucking heavy as hell. It was. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked good. Like when somebody pushes fucking punishment's pace, he's really good. But then sometimes like when he doesn't have to do that, it- kind of randy orton boring yeah but when somebody's making work the dude can work we saw it with finn now we're seeing it we saw it here it was great awesome that, and that triple threat with uh dunn and uh killian dane oh yeah that was another that one too dane. that was such a good match and so uh just kind of boring <laughs> and uh what the fuck is his character yeah we'll never know I'm now convinced we'll never know. But um, he he got the win. Damian Priest got the win, which is fine. But yeah. uh, I'm, good what news, I'm most ex- the, the sucks, fucking the honestly. losers the losers triple threat match or whatever. Ooh, that's gonna happen. Or the, the it was like the it's two matches of the losers and then yeah. those two people will be in. Put oh. put Timmy in. Put Oni in. Let them win. <laughs> Both that, of them joint win. Gonna, I think next week or two weeks or whatever. If I'm right, I think that means we're gonna get Thatcher versus Gargano. I don't. Uh, I don't know exactly what the, what the matchups are, but I hope so. I'm just. I'm excited oh. to see. They and also <laughs> in the good news though, Dexter Loomis is out. Oh, whoa! Good. News. Did he hurt himself? Uh, he's injured. They're playing up the injury angle, so he hurt oh, his good. foot. He hurt his foot. I I'm miss him. So happy. I don't. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like he took a the, spot I, away from Roddy, Johnny. I mean, they don't need anything. Timothy Thatcher, Oni Lorkin, Finn. Finn. Mm-hmm. I do hope it's all underdogs. I do hope that's the case. Well, they need some like smaller workhorse guys because right now they got um, Damian Priest and fucking Bronson Reed. The and boy. so I, I, the next, the next uh, triple threat is a mystery opponent, uh, Kushida and Cameron and Grimes. So oh. one of those guys can push the pace really well. In yeah, that match. I hope. It's yeah, good. me and my fan boat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Cameron Grimes was fun against Keith Lee uh, this he, week. I love Cameron Grimes, but I can understand why some people wouldn't like him. He's very I just abrasive. Think, I think he's a very he's good funny. heel. Yeah. I, I don't think, yeah, to me, that character doesn't seem like a forever home for him, but. No, uh, it's. He's, he's Swamp Baron Corbin. No, like, he's definitely, like, if he gets goes to the main roster, he's going to be in the same position Corbin is or Elias is. He's going to be a nobody. Mm, uh, Elias, because he's small. Like, yeah. he's not going to get the push that Baron is because. Baron's big. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like going to be the spot that Rusev was in as a heel where everybody runs through him because he's good, but yeah. everybody runs through him. I bet oh, I bet they just I bet they would just do with him what they did with fucking Shorty G, Chad Gable is just make him a fucking joke and then have people just run through him, like you said. But 
I don't know. He, I think he's badass. I think that Swamp Thing is going to get old, but I love how he oh, really well. does. He utilizes his size so well. Like mm-hmm. he was so effective at attacking Keith Lee in the knees. Uh, like it just felt really like, oh, this guy understands where his strengths are in this high-profile fight. And then like, uh, and him and Keith Lee doing that like Spanish yeah. fly power slam thing, like whatever the fuck that move is, is that like fucking, fucking weird ass flippy fucking crossbody thing. Because if you think about that move, that means Keith Lee is doing a standing shooting star press while picking up a jumping Swamp Boy. Yeah. It's the weirdest looking thing. When he first did that in PWG, I like was just so fucking blown away. Like, what just fucking happened? Also, then he pinned Kevin Owens. But then also, I was like, what just fucking happened? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I well, love TNA, TNA superstar Trevor Lee. So. Well, and he, dude, and you know, <laughs> he, but you know, he also does. You know, he's got that fucking swamp, that fucking swamp weight. Like he looks small, but you know, he's fucking meat. Like he's got fucking weight on him. He's got some like meaty thighs. Also, Rich Holland I got some muck in my pants. Is a fucking Ooh. thick dude. Rich Holland is thick. Rich Holland thick, has dude, also Holland. somebody needs to teach him how to use spray tan. Or that. <laughs> dude. Because his upper thighs were. Like pasty white. <laughs> it's a, he wore shorts to spray tan because everything else was a glowing orange. Did that right? That's the first mistake. You got to spray tan everything. Yeah, that wasn't even spray. That was literally just be, uh, someone from the UK <laughs> going to Florida. For <laughs> <laughs> he got that between the airport and the performance center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited uh-huh. to see more Big Ridge. Um, I really liked that match. Um, Bronson Reed and Shane Thorne I thought was really good. Shane Thorne I thought had a really good showing. He's also another just super natural heel. Like, oh, this guy just kind of sucks, doesn't he? But, like, it's supposed to be his character. And, like, he's really good at just, like, being that shitty dude. And it's great. Yeah. He believably sucks as a person. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. But he plays his character well. Yeah. Um, Almost too well. Yeah. What do y'all, what do y'all think about this situation with Pat McAfee and Adam Cole? So um, y'all can go first. I don't like it. Uh, I am a, so like I'm intrigued uh, by the actual match. I fucking hated the way they like had that angle going on during the match. It ruined that and whole the main way event. The production like was focusing on it and literally cutting away from the match. To focus on it and like it was it just it's it it, it fucked the whole pace of the every like it, you could not get into that i could not get into that match because it just kept going back to being like i'm just telling the truth beth why you gotta leave beth i'm just joking around. and i like pat mcafee just fine but it's just this angle in that place totally fucking was like obviously just, the, the most just, worked thing ever it was like just overdid it way overdone i think uh, a bit like a big problem with it was that it happened during that match yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a it's match like I Kyle, really wanted to see. It's like Kyle's yeah. back. Yeah. Imperium. Like, it was Kyle's return match, and what I will say about the beginning is, man, I missed him. I missed him so much. I missed, I missed him, him and Bobby time. together, too, because they just have like yeah. really good just so good. chemistry. Literally, like for me, Kyle versus uh, Bartel is like, Oh yeah, my like unsung amazing wrestler do dream match. <laughs> like there was literally parts where they were in the match together where they cut away to Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah. I will say 
I'm not trying to be a McAfee apologist, but that's not that's not his fault. He's doing what he's told to no. do. So his um, production. I, I I will be one. Um, you take this angle out of this match; it's a great angle. You yeah, take, you need to just separate them. That's it. Like, well, just, it it keeps Adam Cole out of the title picture, but keeps him relevant. What's I mean, the, what's also it turns goal? him face. Yeah, is there, are we I gonna think, are we gonna have a I match think, against Adam Cole and Pat McAfee? That's gonna be yeah, a terrible fucking match. He's well, been training apparently for a while. He got really drunk and bought a wrestling ring, and okay. it's in a barn right. at his house. So I have a my coworker. Um, so Listen he knows I McAfee. love wrestling. He loves Pat McAfee, and he's told me a lot about him. Pat McAfee seems pretty chill. Like he seems like a mm-hmm. cool dude, yeah. and um, like quit football really early. Because his heart wasn't he in it. Because he loves it. Like, yeah, he hasn't. He doesn't need to do this. He yeah. loves wrestling. And I'm sure, like, like, uh, he's really good at being a dick. Yeah. And uh, so, like, what Isai said, I think this is the perfect way to turn undisputed face. Um, because they already get face reactions. Like everyone loves yeah. them. That's true. Oh yeah, like everything about this whole setup is like obvious. Turning him face, like. Them versus Imperium, like Imperium is like one of a few, one like one of the only teams that's like one hundred percent more heel mm-hmm. than okay. them. And then like the and way then, they like, like, set Pat up McAfee that match is, too, um, slimy shit. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what? I'll say like the way that they set up that match too with Undisputed they're running down, being like, "Oh, we're taking back over," blah blah blah. It's like and like getting everybody all like fucking pumped up. You know, it's a super paced thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel I feel like heel Johnny versus face Roddy would be a good little run. I have um, a feeling that Roddy's gonna end up being the one to turn heel again on Yeah. I would you know what I I would love if it was Kyle. I, I would, would love too. Kyle oh, to get too. a singles run. I would love I know it's probably happened a million times. Kyle versus Adam Cole in NXT. I think uh, Wrestle it, Kingdom eleven. Yeah. They they had a match at Wrestle Kingdom 11 for the Ring of Honor title. Yeah, like that sounds cool, but Roddy makes more sense character wise. Kyle Kyle's actually a really good babyface because yeah. PWG went like oh, yeah. I, he's he's like, I know you know which like when he like surprise came back. Oh, I got goosebumps just thinking about that. That I've watched that recently and holy shit, like the reaction he got as like a babyface. Maybe maybe that's what I'll do. Wild. I'll I'll have Brady send me some uh some PWG DVDs. Yeah. Just watch uh, a bunch of Kyle I, O'Reilly stuff. It's great. Yeah, I just, I think of Adam Cole and I think about fucking barn burners and Broadways, dude. I think, I, I well, feel like these. This is a match then, where you can kind of prove how good you are. Mm hmm. No, man. No. Because I don't think so. The celebrity. I, oh, what yeah, is working what with is, someone who's not up, that good? Hold I up. know. I know. What is this negative Matt thing? What's know, happening? Dude. I'm gone why for am, one week. Why am I the positive one? He's the <laughs> negative one. I don't know, guys. I had a bad. I I I just had a bad taste in my mouth after I watched it. I thought, hey, guess oh, what? How many times? Hey, have we guess seen what, a, Matt? How many? What? They worked you, brother. No, you've been worked. Don't work yourself thing. into a shoot. How many goddamn times have I seen a fucking ex-football player strap on a pair of boots, all right, and then get into a fucking angle to, so what, we can bring in a goddamn fucking football demographic in here to watch this fucking match? It's going to be a shit match. It's going to be the drizzling shits. And actually, Lawrence Taylor was pretty good. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Baby Bigelow carried the shit out of him. And uh, he Baron didn't care Corbin. about wrestling nearly as much. Yeah. 
Also, um, Roman Reigns, yeah, The Rock, The Rock, The Rock, Matt. Okay, didn't did you not like play The football? Rock? Okay, was, no, you know what? Fuck. Okay, you know what? Fuck. Cole Cabana no, probably played football in high school. He played he, it in college. He, he played, played in college. That was played in college. About. That's not what I'm talking about. Fucking Pat McAfee is a fucking big. He played. He's a he's a TV personality, and that is one half of being a good wrestler. The other half is actually True. fucking putting on an entertaining match, and we but, know Adam Cole's good. Wrestling, fucking building up to a takeover match. So Pat they used to insult. So they used to say that Shawn Michaels could wrestle a broom, and everybody says that Adam Cole's the modern day Shawn Michaels. Here's a chance to show, how, to show how good he is. Like, can he carry this guy to a good match? I think yeah. he also can. they can pre-tape it. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I feel like we are in an upside down world right now. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm so. This is how my I feel like we're in the underground. Besides, besides commiserating to my domain, Matt. Besides commiserating about work, this is how my coworker and I bond: is him talking about Matt, Pat McAfee, and me talking about wrestling. And <laughs> these two things have—I mean, they've always been adjacent, but now they've actually met. And also, it was dope when Triple H just shoved him. Also, that punt was sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I he's do, a punter. I, I'm- yeah, I I do enjoy that. That's what he did. It was um, great. Also, like when also, he did, he's just like. <laughs> also, as he was walking away, and he was like, "Real professional place you have, guys." He was right. Yeah, I mean, he ain't he, wrong. That's very true. <laughs> he was telling the truth. That he's like, "Have I told any lies tonight? I've just been telling the truth." Adam Cole's a little elf. So uh, I mean, I'm just gonna say, like, God, I like he, when, the fact that he quoted Elf. Ah, uh, 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 fucking hate Elf. That's either here or there. Um, <laughs> fucking the last like big celebrity that did wrestling stuff like outside like was Steve, remember Stephen Amell? He was really oh, yeah. good, and he yeah. liked and he likes wrestling. Like yeah, that's the difference between people who suck and people who don't. Fucking Pat mm. McAfee is a huge wrestling fan. He's gonna give it like the like the respect that it deserves. He's gonna go in there and try not to make himself look like a fucking idiot either. Yeah, he's, he's doing it for the lo- kind of like. Who's wow? The MMA fighter that just showed up for a minute, Kane Velasquez. Yeah, like he loved wrestling or loves wrestling. So mm-hmm. like, I think it's going to be a similar situation to that. I just think because you got some fucking rich. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything against his character. I don't know anything about him. You get this fucking rich guy who's just like, I love wrestling. Hey, why don't you put me on one of your biggest shows of the year? Oh, oh, he didn't. I'm. I'm sure that I. That was sure all- that he would rather not having his debut match at takeover based on like how much he i think loves wrestling because that's a big spot to be in i'll happily yeah. i will happily eat my words and but i think the match is gonna be bad and i think it's gonna be below adam cole it's gonna be below i i don't i, I it's gonna be below it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be eight below it's gonna be it's gonna be the real underground you know you know who once had like a solid appearance in a WrestleMania match in their debut match. Drew Carey. Snooky. Yeah. Tight. Oh, she did. All right. I, she, d- she did good. John, Morris- oh. John Morrison got so much heat for that too. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, what a, what a Dick Morrison was. I'm not here to dispute on any of that. Have you ever seen WrestleMania 11's main event? Bam, bam, Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. No, I'm sure it sucked ass. It, was, <laughs> it didn't. It was like the only good match on that card. Is he the one yeah. that was going to puke? Or no, he that guy was Sean. actually a wrestler. 
Well, that's because we had sweet, sweet Bam Bam in there. <laughs> yeah, we and can talk about true, we can talk but... about good matches. If it if it becomes one of those great matches that y'all are talking about, I love it. I'd be so happy. I don't expect that. You know what? Normally I say that this is the good match show, but this is the bad match show. I we do. This is the skeptic match, and I'm I'm here for it. I wow. feel like I'm in a corner right now. It makes me want to fight. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna lose because this wait, is wait, the underground. Matt, you are the sh- you are the shortest among us, right? Te- okay. There's something in the air with your kind this week. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Zach! There's like a half of an inch between us. <laughs> you are barely taller than me. <laughs> I don't know. Insane. Looking at the Zoom call, I'm a lot bigger than you. <laughs> oh, oh, if we're talking to... I'm the big one. I am the big one. Fine. Fine. Hey, no, Matt. I'm, 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 I'm going to watch I it. Appreciate, I'm gonna I appreciate your skeptic, skepticism. I'm, gonna be, I'm excited to see what they do with this. But it, it makes you think, man. just makes you think, dude. That is literally all I'm saying. It makes you think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You, you don't want to be the AJ of this podcast. <laughs> I don't, but well, no. It makes no. you think. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to be not. It's not the mat we 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 deserve, but it's the mat we need. <laughs> I think so. Actually, I think that's backwards. Well, let's. I think it's the mat we deserve. Well, let's switch on to back on to dynamite. And I can talk about things yeah. I like. Oh boy, let, yes. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about the show that celebrates let's, women's wrestling more than any other show. Let me AEW get back into dynamite. Yeah, let me get back into the seat that I'm comfortable with. The three minutes that it was on WCW. TV. No man, yeah, no. that is terrible. You gonna you gonna give us fucking Big Swole versus Reba? That's good it? for good for Rebel. Go, I mean, good for also that moonsault and those Jordans. That's it. Wait, like I'm not that, gonna lie, Matt, Hart, cool. Matt Hardy's no. wife? No, 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 no. no. That's oh, Rebby uh, Sky. Yeah, she ain't yeah. getting hired anywhere. <laughs> but Derek, Derek, especially somewhere where Awesome Kong works. <laughs> yes, I thought I thought the exact same thing at first, but no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Reba McIntyre? No, yes. she's been the one. I'm Reba. AJ Ferguson. AJ Ferguson? <laughs> yep. Well, she's the one that's been pushing Britt Baker around in her wheelchair. Rebel. Oh, okay. Um. So, yeah, she did some cool shit. But, no, it's like... This is way better than yeah. the other match I've watched of hers. Oh. It was, yeah, was, was Shelly Martinez. That was seriously the only women's wrestling we got at all on all of Dynamite. Yeah, the premier women's wrestling show. So let's go. Let's well, you see, uh, if you go over to YouTube. Yeah, if you go online on Monday nights, there they are. Oh, oh, awesome. Hey, Young Bucks, stop trying to make YouTube happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's. When they first announced this tag team thing, I was like, who the fuck is going to wrestle? They have five people in their division. Yeah, but at the same by that same token, I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. They'll like have some you know indie talent to bring in and stuff, kind of like they do with Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was like, oh, man, so quickly, obviously a fucking like separate but equal ass sentiment. Yes, right. It was. Yeah, yeah. It's seriously. Are we? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. Like, oh, so what? Monday nights are just gonna be the women's show now. <laughs> Your your internet show you're, when you're not going to put anything on TNT. I hope that does not continue. Their champion, like all they did this week, the, the, the champion was in the crowd. Like that's it, the only thing that happened with uh, Karashita. Yeah, man. Like even if she doesn't have a match, like you know, champion shouldn't wrestle every week. At least how, have a segment. How many weeks have we not seen Darby Allen wrestle, but we get to watch his spooky little cool videos, which yeah, I'm give, all for. Give her a give promo. Us a yet. 
Give us yeah, a give promo. Us a, give us a vignette. Give us something. Anything. Instead of just wait till just 2020. Yeah, we just got to wait till 2020. All right. All right. That's fair. Let's go um, through. Let's go through no. dynamite, and then we'll. we'll okay. We'll, yeah. If you were listening, then what I'll Kenny, fuck it unleash. What, what Kenny said was, you got to wait till the ninth month of 2020. Oh. Okay. So so yeah. so the women's division got impregnated, and then it will have a baby. It was all in. It's been in utero the entire time, and now Jesus. it's about to be. Now it's about to be born. Okay. Cool. No, but don't even worry about it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. What happened? I watched two matches. That's it. Well, one wasn't a match. Did you see the desecration of Sue's minivan? No, but I saw it online, and I'm so sad. But you know what? That's fucking perfect for proud and powerful. Hell yeah, dude! Them just beating it up and then writing Sue on the hood and then crossing it out. Yeah, like so funny. They should be the number one seated tag team, in my opinion. Um, and it's a travesty that they're not. Um, proud and powerful. It's like what I've realized is all my favorite wrestlers are destined for the mid card. <laughs> like, I think welcome to being a wrestling fan for the last forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think Proud and Powerful are one of the best parts of AEW when I watch it, and they could be so fucking cool. But they're in the inner circle. They could just be cooler on their own, just being fucking wild boys. I love I love those wild boys. But I watching them do. watching them against arguably my two favorite wrestling personalities was wonderful. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Jovial. Yeah. So we started with the big ass fucking forty eight man. man tag match. Oh, yeah. Ew. God, that sounds. I mean, oh, that hurts. There's a lot of good workers in it. It's just a, it's just a lot. It's just so much. Exactly. No, there were great workers in there. You got the whole elite. You got FTR. You got fucking the Dark Order, who actually I do think have some really good fucking some good boys on there. Yeah, Cole Cabana. Oh, Cabana. What's that, that guy? The Dark Order is full of very good workers. Yeah. What's that Silver? guy? Something Silver. John Silver. That guy's cool. Yeah, big John Silver. You got Alex Reynolds. Like they're. Oh, they have some solid teams. It's just like even like the Super Smash Bros. I think are really good. Um, it's just the whole gimmick just like started off as like a fucking fart. Yeah, it started start off like a big old nasty dookie fart. But and, uh, imagine better. that they've they've paid some attention to it and um, it's gotten better. Yeah, um, interesting how things like that work. So that was fine. Um, it was it was just a lot. Yeah, they like obviously like they are obviously you know come from a lot New Japan. You know the Bucks and Kenny. I mean Cody worked over there. Um, and they do these like tag matches and book them like, oh, we're going to like, you know, use these giant clusterfuck tag tag matches to like set up all the stories. Yeah. All yeah. the stories will like come out of these big, these huge matches. Um, New Japan doesn't have weekly TV, so they have they, they do that because they're setting up like the next like sporadic you know, few months worth of shows that aren't weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW is weekly, and so it they don't have to, and it's just like too much. Also, like they don't give away like everything on the, in those tag matches. Like you get a little tease of like just throw, like Suzuki versus Ishii. Like you get a tease of it, and like they're in the ring for a minute, but then tag out and then blow up the end. You don't get a giant car crash of everything for. Yeah, so there were fun. There were fun spots in the match, but it was definitely just it. You don't have anything to really sink your teeth into. Yeah, yeah. It was all good, but I don't remember anything. Exactly, exactly. 
I, yeah, there's a couple. Um, there was an injury angle with FTR. Yeah. And Hangman, like, left to go attend to them. So, yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. Uh, and then there there was some more te- tension at the end with Hangman, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. But we'll see where it all goes. I think that we've probably said that exact sentence every single week since AEW premiered. And one week we'll be right. <laughs> one week it'll pay off. Hey, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Um, yes, bam. Yes, I man. thought Proud and Powerful 167 best, episodes. Uh, Proud and Powerful and Best Friends I thought was really good. Um, yeah, it's fun. It was. Trent's super good, so yeah. Trent is great. Yeah, for sure. Um, um there, yeah. uh, MJF so did I, a weird promo. Yeah. He's MJ, running for office? He's running yeah. for office, but as long as all his posters are hung level, this guy's a crazy oh. guy to work for. So then we had the Matt Hardy I, promo. I thought it was weird. And then it, before and that, it, oh yeah. I was going to say, so, I could not care less about MJF anymore. It like, it's just not doing anything. He, <laughs> I feel like he thrives off of having crowds hate him. Otherwise, he's just an annoying little shit. <laughs> Who sucks in the ring? Also, like yeah. they've, they've cooled him off too. Like he like yeah. won against Cody, and then nothing. Yeah. So what is going on with Matt Hardy? He wears normal clothes now, right? Now he's just focusing on himself. So, um, if you guys want to review this before I come in, just I'm gonna have a fucking take on this one. Well, why don't you just go at it? Why don't you just fucking yeah. hit, hit it? Fucking yeah, swing. I couldn't care enough to have a take. I just want to talk about how fucking bloody Matt Hardy got. That's all I care about talking that about. Was that was fucking gross. Awful. Sammy Guevara fucked up big time. Yeah, he's um, got a stern big... talking to. Well, he deserved probably a little bit more than that. But this was He'll probably suspend him for like twice as long as he just was. <laughs> yeah, twice as long to learn about. Yeah, because it it only took him what like a week and a half to learn that fucking. It took like it's, five days know. before Cody said he was his, coming back. Yeah, it's like, oh no, he completed his sensitivity training. Okay. Also, that when he came back, um, I forgot about this. Um, that episode was pre-taped, so he came back even earlier than the it, he shoot came back earlier than he did in kayfabe. That's absolutely correct. That's crazy. Hell yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Eastside just swing for the fences. Let's see what happens. This promo, and then another portion of the show were some of the most WCW Vince Russo-ass thing. Yeah. Because this literally was him saying, hey, I, I thought I was going to bring all my characters in. We're going to have fun. But you guys don't want me to play this character. You want me to be this other character. So I on the show, that. On the show, I'm going to be this guy. Thanks, everybody. Now he back to Matt said, Hardy. He literally said, when I'm on screen, I'm going to focus on myself. I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> they like we already like have to put ourselves like take ourselves out and put it into like this suspension of disbelief and wrestling mm-hmm. and the wrestling viewer have that yeah like that agreement it's, hey, it's, our, co- it's our contract yeah it's our co- great way to put it. it's our contract saying we're going to suspend our disbelief you keep this constant i don't want in the middle of something like somebody just looking at the screen hey i'm playing a character here so on this character this is what i'm gonna do but my real life i do this i don't care Dude, seriously, I I I did not care for that at all. And there's a difference between blurring the lines and like adding some realness and humanizing a character and kind of getting like why you want to like root for somebody like what they did with Bronson yeah. Reed um a couple weeks ago with this uh, video package they did. 
It gave right. you context on why you want to root for this person. But literally just saying, hey, I'm a different person than what I'm playing in the ring. Like, this is weird. Dude, he's just standing there being like, Russo I want shit. He really did. Matt Hardy was just standing there being all like, I wanted to uh, lend my talents and my, my learning tree to pr- to private party. They're great. Oh my God, these guys are great. I tried to help Sammy Guevara and he didn't want my help. It's like, shut the fuck up. Shut up and, um, and be my scary way- witch man. The only way that this could be redeemable yeah. is if that's literally, the road they go on is literally him turning into Vince Russo. Oh. Him being the only person who knows kayfabe exists in AEW, <laughs> um, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man? man?" Like, no one else gets it. Like, that is a wild idea that I think Matt Hardy would have. I was gonna say that could be some of that fucking up the sleeve magic, but that, I, that's I, it's I, get like it, it. Like I don't know, they're they're trying to be too cute right now on certain things. Yeah, here's a mad fact for you. This sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I like wasn't. it. And then he almost got his head fucking... He almost lost all his blood out of his head. Wow. He was hit with the wrong end of the wrong chair. Very so Sammy hard. Gav- yeah, Sammy Guevara does. He comes out. He, he tries to sneak attack him. He's, I knew you'd come. Uh, and then they start brawling. And then Sammy just full force hucks a chair at Matt Hardy, which is like, I know it looked effective. Um... And <laughs> yeah, it looked effective because he hurt him. Yeah, exactly. Joey mercury uh, him. Uh, get wow. it to look that good, but don't actually huck a chair that hard. And then, you know, God bless Matt Hardy. He's a professional. That man completed whatever he did with what had to have been a fucking co- a little bit of a concussion for sure. I wonder good. if Cody's mad that someone else bled more than him. Like, great. Now, great. <laughs> g- good job out there, Sammy. Now I have to go actually cut off one of my fingers next week. <laughs> yeah, su- yeah. Suddenly, Cody enters a feud with Sammy. They have a chairs match at the next pay-per-view. Now I have to go get my head hit with a chair again so I could be the guy who got my head hit with a chair. (laughs) So that was... Yeah, that was not my favorite. That was not my favorite, I'll say that. I know a lot of people like that promo, and I'm just like, it's so Vince Russo. It's very... uh, Well, yeah. AEW is WCW. And so... Which I'm fine with, including... with yeah. a segment in last night and another segment, but we'll get we'll get into that because it's another yeah hot ah, take. Yes, bro. Yeah, wonderful, bro. <laughs> then um, Dark Order versus Cody Rhodes and Cardona, where Cody Rhodes sold for three hours. Yeah, sounds like um, it was and, so long. It, it took a and year. we got fucking jacked Ryder. Yeah, fucking gassed Ryder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I am bored with the existence of Matt Cardona. Like, <laughs> I he's been on the show for two weeks. I've been I've been having like you know so I've been like sleeping really shitty lately, and I just realized I just need to like think about him. And it just puts AEW, you right. Just puts you right to that. I'm gonna sleep news. good tonight. I kind of feel you. I I really I. It's cool to see him all big and jacked up. I don't see where he's going to go. Gas. I, I don't see where he's going to go there. He's going to be I, Cody's friend. Yeah. He's going to be Cody's he's friend. He's going to be Sean Spears 2.0. Like. <laughs> the baby face Sean gonna, Spears. He's probably going to end up fucking tagging with Sean Spears after just a little bit. And then Fuck yeah. It, 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 that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Like, woo, woo, woo. Um, He is from, like, he has been passed by, like, by how much better wrestling has gotten in the last 10 years. Yeah, like, like 
man, he is just like he is such a WWE style. Like mm-hmm. he came in and, and like hit his like WWE like comeback. He hit like his forearm. He hit the double knees, the drop kick, did the broski boot. The only thing he added was a fucking Pearl River plunge, and then he did the Rough Rider, which calls the radio silence, and that's like, that was his WWE move. Oh Jesus, he did! I didn't even I didn't know he called it the radio silence, and that's the dumbest AEW pun, like anti like WWE thing because it's fucking entrance music. Yeah. Oh radio. Mm. And oh, it's the radio silence. Yep. And so I, I thought it was a little uninspiring. John Silver, I thought, was really good. Yeah. He, yeah, he stuck out to me as well. Um, and then, like I said, Cody, it just seemed like Cody was in there for so long, and I get it because they want you to build anticipation for Cardona to come in and run a house of fire. But it just kind of fell a little flat. It was what it was. It happened. And now we're here. Yeah. I was. So my, my big. My big uh, plus, my big thumbs up I give to AEW this week was I love John Moxley's promo for how he didn't want to fight Darby Allen because he knows Darby is fucking too dangerous for himself. They were they uh, were telling you from last week, and they continue to tell you that Darby is losing, but it's fine because he's tough. To me, I yeah sure, but to me that match I thought actually served Darby Dig Allen him a really grave well. Already. I, th- I think it served Darby Allen really well. It was, a good, I, it was a good match in a bubble, but he always loses the mm. big match. Yeah, but to me, I, I hope where that's going is that he needs to find that extra little notch to turn it up. And I feel like that's where he it's doesn't going. need to turn it up. He needs to turn it down or he's going to die. He needs to he turn up his die. character so he can turn down his fucking how much he's killing himself. What's in the he going to how is he going to turn up his character? He just has, I, dude. He has to have some, like we, I don't know. It's like like we saw with fucking Orange Cassidy tonight, but like. Oh, I'm about to. Sh- Wednesday, I'm, gonna, right? I'm gonna shoot on that too. Sure. I I got there, I got thoughts and opinions. There's things you can do to your character, and it might not always land the way you hope it would. But like, so, uh, I agree with the you. AEW story. I yeah, I that's, <laughs> that's the that's the book. I agree with you, Matt. Um, my thought is is that they've never put the young guy. over. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Not once. And they keep beating they beat Darby multiple times. They've yeah, he's beat, like the he's like the loser to the stars. Yeah. They've beaten Jungle Boy multiple times. Like they yeah. beat the young people that need to get the victory. Mm-hmm. I do agree. It. I agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent. And they just it's did sad. it again. And yeah, they made him look strong. He's never gonna give up and like that last image of fucking Moxley bleeding all over him and holding him there. Like, that's super cool. It's a great image. But at the end of the day, the context behind it is that he loses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean Spears told mm-hmm. Vince McMahon this. He's like, I don't need to win, but I just need to have credibility. Yeah. Right now, Darby has no credibility. He's going against anybody that's in like, the upper to high card. He loses. I guess in mm-hmm. my in my head, what I'm saying is like when whenever we do get that big win for Darby Allen, it's gonna feel so satisfying, and I feel like that's that's planned. I or I don't know if that's planned out like when he's gonna win, but I think that's built into his characters that when he does find that extra little something that gets him the win, it's gonna feel so satisfying. Where I don't necessarily feel that with Jungle Boy, but just like it was for Rusev WWE when he finally got that big win, yeah. So I, I'm with uh, just, you right now. Just kidding, because he never did. Well, I, I'm with you right now in the sense that, yeah, it, it's not good optics for 
for Darby Allen, but I feel like he is so like on the brink of having something really cool happen for him there. But I don't know what it's gonna be. Because even just like t- letting us know that like a young guy can win, because it doesn't even have to necessarily be Darby, but just like a young guy can be a more established star. Because it doesn't happen. I mean, hell, yeah. even we even know Scorpio Sky's losing to Cody. Like, and he's yeah, not even oh a young God, guy. Yeah. But he's not even a young guy. And, but it's just like they don't. Oh. There's definite spots that people. And have. he's holding the title for new talent. Cody is. Yeah, right. He's like he's like I'll showcase your talent, but I'm never gonna. You know, but you, but I, you lose to me. Yes, yeah, uh, TNT which, t- title, the new talent, the new talent title. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, Cody with the TNT title, like was like, oh man, wouldn't it be cool to do like a John Cena open challenge, you know, thing, mm-hmm. um, which is true in two years after Young Talent have already had that mid card title, like Cody doesn't need to be established. He's not make the title isn't making him and he's not really making the title because like we all know what happens at the end of his matches. He wins. Yeah. And he's not launching these new guys into this great spot in the company. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but let's talk about the debate. Okay. Um, I, here's, here's my thoughts. It's just a quick thing. This has gone on way too long. Um, Orange Cassidy talking about global warming. Perfect. That was all he should have done. Him cutting an impassioned promo sucks. He shouldn't do that. That kills his character. Yeah, he, he, I, I agree with you. I do think he played it well. By just being like, I'm not lazy. I just don't care. Like, yeah. I, I like that part about him being like, you don't, don't underestimate me. I'm just, I just don't give a shit. Like that and, part, I I'm okay with. But yeah, yeah, and and this is like, I'm annoyed by Jericho. I like Jericho when he goes away for a little bit and comes back. Like this just seems like, it's like, it's uninspired Jericho. Like when you know how good Jericho can be, but like it's also just a weird story because like, I don't know. It's I love Orange Cassidy. I like the match fine. It's just it's just strange. And having Bischoff there is so was, dumb. It, yeah. Useless. Useless. It was um, the, yeah. like, except for the biggest some, takeaway was that like the you know, the person who got over the most in this match was and like in the debate was Bischoff. Like just by being there. Yeah. Just by being yeah. there, yeah. he got over more than Jericho or Orange Cassidy. Like True. it's yeah. and I and I agree. I like in a bubble all the Orange Cassidy stuff. I yeah, like yeah. him showing that side and that he has it. It's just like I am like they I I don't care. Yeah, having Bischoff just don't ha- care. Having yeah. Bischoff there was seriously just to be like, oh, that's the WCW guy. Oh yeah, we're watching TNT. Yeah. It was one hundred percent so they could leak it. To be on every you know fucking dirt sheet and yeah like YouTube channel, which is how I found out about it. <laughs> it was a just... week before it happened, <laughs> and I still didn't tune in. Um, yeah, so just a really transparent like fucking marketing ploy thing. Yeah, um, and Zach, I was gonna say Zach, you said it best when it's like in a bubble. I really enjoyed this. Like when you yeah. take it out of context of the whole show, mm-hmm. like bubble, like the NBA. I'm yeah. Bubble. Um. Orange. I thought Orange Cassidy delivered a good promo. 
I thought he did a good job. He did a good job. I thought he did a good job with how he did it. Um, Eric Bischoff has this like, like unique smugness that he always carries with him that like works for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That is exact. Zach is uh, you know, I, whatever. You just is. smile and lean your head back a little <laughs> bit, like with your mouth closed, just, and and just go. <laughs> so it, and always, that always intrigued me, but it was the second time in this same episode where they pretty much told you what I do with like they killed a character. It said this guy's like fake. This is a character. I'm not actually like this. Like and it's just to me on the same show doing something like that as when Matt Hardy was like, I'm not gonna be this character guy anymore. It's just like, oh no, don't do that. That's like two in a row. Yeah, mm-hmm. I to I do I, I feel it's a little bit different where with Orange Cassidy, like his gimmick is not something that's sustained. Like he he got so massively, massively over in this last year, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got a lot of eyes on him. But that gimmick of him just being quiet and putting his hands in his pocket is going to not go anywhere. Like I, to me, yeah. this was inevitable. Well, no, 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 Orange Cassidy. I'm not saying it's like he's gonna just drop it, and but it's just like when you already do that to one character and say, "Hey, this is a fake character," and then yeah. later down the road, it's like, "Oh, I'm like this is." kind of a character it's not the exact same but it comes from the same school of thought yeah yeah and right I, when, when you have I, it on both like two it's like an hour apart and then eric bischoff said the only thing i think of oh this is vince russo's fucking nitro yeah i i also think having orange cassidy's first big feud with jericho kind of kills him a little bit like he should be building to something like jericho and not just Jericho, and then what? Then he's just gonna hang out with the best friends more. Like th- what? What's th- next? Yeah. What's next for him? I think he's gonna beat Jericho. Oh, I hope so. And he already lost because so. like this rematch doesn't make any sense. It really, it's not necessary. It doesn't need to be there. Other than that, Jericho can't let Jericho's obsessed with Orange Cassidy. Is what this whole angle is. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it doesn't make uh, sense. I- it's a WWE thing where they would like beat the like the new challenger for the title, but then like the next week he's getting a title match for. Whatever reason. Yeah. Or if you're Cedric Alexander versus AJ, you lose six weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, man, I it's clear, like, I, I appreciate Jericho is obviously wanting to like work with like young talent while he has the chance and put them over. Um Which is what the like, rest of the I, company should be doing. I think that's clear. <laughs> I think he is like absolutely going about it wrong because I think like he was their first champion, you know, um, he like it, sh- he should still be like power ranking wise, like right up there. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, he sh- it shouldn't be him putting over the like orange Cassidy level guys. It should be him putting over Scorpio sky and people like that are ready to enter that fucking main event scene, but yeah. aren't there yet. Like that's where he should be at yeah. mm-hmm. for putting people yeah. over. Yeah. Not um not like elevating someone from the bottom all the way right. to the top. Because like, then that's yeah, where like you get I, that's where you get a gender mahal. Yeah. It's like hang, hangman like he should be putting over hangman page. Yeah. Oh one hundred percent. Scorpio Sky. People like yeah, that. Yeah, if you if you hot shot somebody from like relatively like just being a goofy just a character to the Chris top, Garrison. 
they're not you that's that's nowhere to fucking they can't sustain themselves up there without the groundwork yeah but who knows who knows who's actually in charge over there because multiple people denied being having anything to do with certain things yeah so both Kenny Omega and Brandy today say they didn't, ha- they didn't have any decision on the women's segment getting like two minutes. Like I thought that was your fucking yeah. your division. That's what you were at the. I thought you were manning the ship. Does this ship not have a captain? Yeah, <laughs> it does. Not. Like almost in a way, I actually like believe that neither of them did because that just means that every other person in charge of every other segment like just expanded the time they got, and no one was like banning the women's segment basically so it just kept getting shrunk mm-hmm. like i almost be- like and that's worse that's worse that neither of them were you take two yeah. minutes from like, every match two yeah minutes, and you can have a respectable segment mm-hmm. not two Absolutely. minutes yeah um take two take four to six people out of the first match <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh get yeah. to some aew thoughts because they've had a, right. quite the time. So let's um, first, the thoughts on like the, I watched the um, the women's tag team tournament, the deadly draw or whatever it's called. Um, this, the concepts of WCW one where you randomize your partners for whatever reason. Um, oh, weird. Brandy and Allie. the wheel, make a deal. <laughs> Brandy and Allie are obviously together. Brandy randomly turned heel. Was she, was she not like no? She bo- I can't keep track. I cannot keep track. Like she like randomly had some heel like fucking promo about like how she's like this like influencer and a star blah blah blah. So I'm like oh wow okay, um whatever. Um, yeah. they Beta Scott was on commentary, which was cool with Tony Schiavone. I like Tony in, in all these roles because he's very good and he handles everything with a lot of respect. Even if it's not something yeah. he knows, he just like enjoys it, and you just hear like the wrestling fan in him come out, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he. Okay, for all the shit I give AEW, which is a lot because they deserve a lot. Um, maybe I think my like feel good story of the whole company is Tony Schiavone like reigniting love for wrestling, <laughs> like yeah. after all this time, because it's like obvious that he does like he just loves it, and he was gone for a long time because like he like. It was treated pretty fucking badly by by yeah. fans and shit. It's true. I with yeah with Tony Schiavone and obviously they're completely different. They, these are two completely different people. But this this part of his career as a, a person in wrestling is giving me some Mean Gene vibes, where he doesn't he doesn't mind being kind of the butt of the joke, and he kind of doesn't and he doesn't mind being like a presence there as well. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I just, so much fun watching. I love that. like when he just like. Where when he sees something in like little call, we was like, "Oh man, that's what it's called. That's just awesome." Well, that was a good move, <laughs> and he's just like, "That was cool." Well, I don't know what it is, but that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, the presentation of the whole the show was fine. The wrestling was good. Um, the fact that it's on YouTube is really a weird point because, mm-hmm. especially this last show, they didn't promote the on Dynamite. They didn't promote this next Monday's. Um, and it just seems it's very on brand for what AEW is doing. And it just kind of shows and it's silently telling people the women's division doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You, you guys can have 
your little show on Monday on the internet. The real show's on Wednesdays. You'll get what yeah. you And it's just kind of shitty because, like, one of the big selling points for AEW going in was just their inclusivity and, like, how they're going to have this fucking kick-ass women's division. Kenny Omega and Brandy are going to be a part of it. They're just taking control of it. And that they just wanted to really expand the eyes. And I understand the pandemic hit. A lot of overseas talent can't get over injuries and stuff. But with the, the talent they do have, they don't give the fucking time. Yep. They really don't. And it sucks when you hear that from the top, too. Like, I imagine, you know, Kenny and Brandy are high-fiving and being like, we got ourselves our own fucking show now. Like, the, the way that Kenny has responded to criticism particularly of this. <laughs> he's like, never been good at that. Well, he's wow. like, what are you talking about? Well, I disagree. I think this is great. It's like, what are you? It seems like Kenny does not understand that, like, why aren't you fighting for more airtime then? To give Dynamite like a more fucking well-rounded show, I, yeah. it also doesn't help that both of them are heel like the midst of heel turns right now, and both are in character on social media. Which, when you are talking about this level of criticism, is not okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. this is a moment where you should have a Matt Hardy moment and say, "Hey, um, I'm going to speak out of character here for a second to respond to this." You know, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I actually hold a high position in this company, and I have to talk fucking business. <laughs> or you also have like a corporate Twitter that you can just do from the brand, from the main guy, being like, especially if they really were wanting to take this criticism, Brandy and Kenny, both being in the positions they're in, can easily go to Tony Khan and say, "Hey, can we at least like release this under just AEW management?" Under the AEW, because yeah. you don't break character if you're worried about that. But no, instead, they get really defensive and they pass the buck. Then apparently just delete Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, and, now, instead, the like kind of press releases they do send out are, um, I'll, um, I'll wait to get fully into my thoughts on it. Um, a press release um, that's like worse um, about AEW heels. Um, and just the absolute most tone like shitty tone deaf thing that they are absolutely patting themselves on the back for thinking it's uh you know progressing uh women's you know, causes so here's my I have, it, again much i have a lot of opinions that'll let y'all say yours on first. Well, here's my do, sorry go ahead I, go ahead Matt. We, before we get into everything with aew heels i i don't know if it's because i'm not online as much but i i'm not exactly sure if, tell me if i'm right it's a it's a uh subscription service yeah 60 dollars a year and, and to, i think you and, it's just online it's just like the internet fi- but just a community so you so, pay like 50 right. bucks to be like at a discord server essentially that's, that's what it, okay that's what it seems like and, it, and it's meant to sort of be more inclusive towards like femmes and, and make it feel like more of a place for this is how it's sold this is how it's sold um, to us no i here's what i'll say before I, and i have a lot of points about this it is specifically not uh marketed as towards femmes it is specifically marketed as towards women and females yeah yeah the the, the, the language in it is uh, some hot trash okay yeah yeah so here is here's my quick wild take. They're carnies. 
yeah. there. Like that's a good uh, yeah. Like not to diminish anyone who was like excited about it. I really do think the whole thing is shitty. They're fucking carnies. They're doing the most carny shit, which is what they've done from the beginning. They so, are as bad or worse than WWE. I will say that I agree that they're carnies. My thought is I enjoy premium content. When you, I subscribe to Colt Cabana's Patreon. Um, and so I understand their mindset on when thinking about this. What is kind of fucking me up? And this is going to be, Jenna wanted to come on, but she has to go to bed early because she works in the morning. She, like, for me, I was just like, oh, that seems like really, ex- like, because it doesn't affect me. I just thought, mm-hmm. oh, this price point's kind of expensive for where we are right now. Um, and then it's like, it doesn't seem like the, the perks that you get for the money that, that are worth it. So for me, I was like, oh, like, this isn't for me. So like, I, if people want to get this cool, but like for 50 bucks, I would hope to get like, just like a free t-shirt and like, like a laminate that like you get like a backstage access thing when you go to shows, like whatever. Like, it is me. It's a, my, it's a pretty steep ask. Yeah. And so, like, my, my head went to that. Like, oh, for like what you're paying, it's kind of a lot. And again, because it's thought... not, because like I said, for, it's not for me. So it's like, I understand that there is a really good, like, there's a good spot for a safe space in, in wrestling fandom. Because, dear Lord, is there yeah, one needed? And right. so, hearing Jenna, because he's a she. Um, she, this would affect her. It's something that she loves women's wrestling. She wants mm-hmm. to. She's openly talked about like sometimes it's harder to talk about wrestling with when it's just so male dominated. Like talking on Twitter, she just gets like shot down with certain things. Like I just want to talk about it with other people that are in these like marginalized groups. But she had the, the same reaction, Zach, that you did. It's like the language mm-hmm. on that's really weird because it should be like you're trying to be inclusive, but it's like. It was very clear. It's like women and female. Like, that's yeah. like it's not just like uh, I I pulled up the press release and just did a quick control F like, and there is nothing whatsoever about talking about um uh non-binary. There isn't the word trans on there, which like fine, whatever. Like if because that's kind of like the fact that they don't refer to Nyla as trans is good yeah mm-hmm. say she's a woman mm-hmm. um there's not the word queer there's not lgbt on the page um there's just the word women female um which is specifically you know speaking as a gender fluid person who like um you know at times pre- like i presents and identifies as a a she her you know like i am comfortable in identify with a wide range of gender identity. Um, that is specifically turf ass language. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially saying females. Mm-hmm. Um, because turfs have learned that they can't say biologically female. So they just say female. Yeah. Um, and that is like 100% like how it reads. It reads like, like, some J.K. Rowling ass. Uh, yeah. So that, that mm-hmm. sounds like kind of like that. Uh, from my understanding, of like the the idea of like you know like white feminism, where it's like mm-hmm. the, the idea of like this is like girl power, everybody. It's like oh, but wait, not you, ew, not yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and that's and not so, cool. 
Like she, she especially um, coming off of the heels of the, no pun intended, of the women's tournament getting put on Mondays on YouTube, and then they did that press release. Je- Jenna was just super bummed out about it. It's like yeah. they show so little like fucking care for the division, but then they want you to pay money to be like involved in this division they don't care about. It, yeah. it just. She and wasn't it is tough, man, a fan because at like, all. Like you were say- and like you were saying, and just to reiterate, like obviously this isn't something that, uh, like definitely, I'm not qualified to have like an expert opinion on by any means or anything like that. But it does seem like to take the idea of something that is really good and honestly really needed, which is a safe space for people who feel like they can't, the testosterone-driven world of pro wrestling that can't get in a, a word in edgewise, it's beautiful mm-hmm. to have a place to feel safe and to talk. But then to, yeah, to kind of, carnivalize that idea make money on it but also not be inclusive like you say you're being that is where it's like don't take something that is actually needed and cool and then be a fucking dick about it yeah and, 50 and like bucks speaking of, you know derek your point of them being fucking carnies like i'm gonna just show you guys what the aw heels website <laughs> uh, looks like um let me just get oh no and and while you're uh, doing screen? that <clears throat> i just want to say that like Everything AEW has done from no, the beginning, you can't. Nah, I can disabled it. I can allow it. Forbid record. Disable. Disable. Uh, disabled it. Share screen. Uh, hey boys, you're not allowed in this club. <laughs> okay, uh, Sable. Bye. <laughs> you know what? I'll just look it up. I guess. Uh, yeah, it's the uh, it's just alleliteWrestling.com/slash/aw-heels. Uh, and then uh, I just will call very quick attention to how uh, little you have to scroll before you hit the AEW Heels exclusive merch shop now button. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, they have exclusive merch. Oh, no. So, um, $30 right, fucking it's not, I mean, BJ, you all can look it up. You literally have to yeah. scroll past one, uh, the header that gives the info. The next thing is. Here's where you buy merch. And when they say exclusive merch, they're not saying, hey, if you're a member of this, you know, group, you can um, buy merch that no one else has access to. Everyone can just buy that merch. Oh, subscribe. Um, it is just merch. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. Heels, exclusive merch. Yeah. And what they mean by exclusive is that they have. Women, women cut T-shirts, um, <laughs> yeah. unlike the rest of Shop AEW. Does. Yeah, we have an extra style of tank top that we don't make our other shirts in. Also, I wow. enjoy the That's clip crazy. art that they use for the uh, the heels. Yeah. Um, uh, I like. Yeah. I just want to say that everything that AEW has done from the beginning has been performative. Nothing seems genuine or anything like that, and it is. I don't know. It's just, it's a bummer. It's like they've made all these promises and that's have the not followed thing. through on them. Cause I, I do, I, I have a fun time when I watch dynamite. It is a, a good time, but what sucks so bad was how much they fucking fed off of their own hype before this show got going. And they promised us the fucking world with this show. And then they just can't. They could never deliver on it. They were never going to be able to deliver on it. And now mm-hmm. they fucking fumbled it up even worse than we already knew they were. Like they they already delivering worse than we knew they were already going to not deliver. If that makes any sense. And I think yeah. like what what's like rough about it too is that people are just blindly defending them because like they yeah. want to like them. And 
it's like, yo, like, we we were promising certain things, and it's like, we fucking went along that ride and felt the energy, and we're like, yes, like, this is what we've been wanting. It's like, I, I love wrestling, and it's like, there's certain things in mainstream big TV wrestling that doesn't hit the way it needs to. You guys are going to deliver it. Fuck yeah. But it's just, it's been a performative act after performative act, and then glad-handing that they did it. Look how cool we are. We did this. Yep. Yep. I was listening to, um, uh, not to get too off the rail, but uh, I was listening to that like that Chris Van Vliet dude, yes. uh, his interview with Eddie Kingston. Uh, and one of the, the interesting things that they brought up about it just in general was like the, the biggest reason that you see like other companies, wrestling companies who are like the other company, like <laughs> never s- make it a big notch is because they are, they're always falling back onto a WWE formula. And it's like, well, why am I going to watch these guys if I could just turn over and watch someone who's done it for a much longer and it's like, mm. and that AEW promised to be that alternative. That's what they fucking dug into our brains. We're not diff. We're not the competition. We're the alternative. But then you're just like, following the template that you, you you're stealing. You're taking from WWE. You're taking from WWE. Japan, puts, but you're not. Puts they're women taking on from WCW. They are well, WCW. Yeah. yeah, they are taking from WCW. Who, when they launched Nitro, was taking from WWE. Yeah. 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 Like night went WCW, like the WCW we think about is a 100% Eric Bischoff taking from WWE and being smart in that way to take a nothing regional brand and turning it into what he did for the period of time he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it still comes from that model. Like exactly. It's it like still, the- it still comes down to that same fucking sourdough starter. Like it all come, it's all coming from the same place. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, and you're never, you're reference. never gonna fuck, and you're never gonna fucking, you know, you're never gonna beat the original recipe right there. You're, it's like if you go up to try to be the, the better version of this thing that everyone's already used to, you're just not gonna do it because you don't have the time, the money. There's or, a certain the commercial yeah. that says it the best: "Can't out pizza the hut." Yep. You cannot out pizza the hut, and they keep you can to. though. And Shaq is going to with oh. Papa Shacks. Yo, have y'all, any of y'all seen the very delightful pe- boxes with his face on them? Shakaroni pizzas? Yeah. It's just him, big smiling Shaq cartoon. I love a good big smiling Shaq. So, yeah. So, in Zach, conclusion, I was gonna say, Zach, nothing anymore. will ever be as good as Bruno San Martino. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Zach, um, as far as like with the heel stuff and the language in there, um, do you think that there's something that they could like rectify and come back out and say, or is it right now kind of a, like, this is, it's like a little too far gone. It's like, maybe just scrap it. and it, It's possible. Like, because I, I highly value, um, the, you know, safe spaces for, um, you know, marginalized people, especially, um, women, femme people, mm-hmm. non-binary people, like, it, like it is, it is important. And I will like when I have these kind of conversations, I always like really try to acknowledge that I have a level of privilege in the way that I like the way that I look. Um, I can make the choice to look, quote unquote, male mm-hmm. and not get harassed on the street. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. I have the I have the privilege that I'm six two and like can make myself intimidating at a certain level to not get harassed. Um, at the same time, 
Um, I have been harassed for, you know, presenting in a way that lines up with my gender identity. Um, and that I know for certain, and I've seen stories like this from other like similar groups. There's an issue with um, groups being like, hey, this is a safe space, women and non-binary people only. But then um, there will be um, more like traditionally, quote unquote, masculine presenting non-binary people show up and get turned away um, because they are not basically um, in a signed female at birth non-binary person. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a, like a serious issue within like sections, sectors of the white, quote unquote, radical feminist, a.k.a. turf, uh, queer spaces now. That's an issue, and that's what this feels like. It could be fixed, but it would take, I think, basically, um, hand over the reins, um, Brandy and Kenny, anyone who's involved in it right now, um, like, you can't be the leaders. Right, dude, um, yeah. That's... They would need to bring in people who are not fucking carnies. They need to bring in actual, like, queer people to run it, to, like, that have experience running something like this. Mm -hmm. that have like experience running safe spaces and have experience um, running actually inclusive spaces um, have because like you they just obviously don't have you know, aren't putting forth the effort and attention into knowing their shit um, mm -hmm. yeah having a good solid actually intersectional praxis um, so it's fixable but not like not like this and even the like branding of it as heels, you know, like it's a fun play on word, but like, that's also like even pretty like shitty towards, yeah. um, like non like super feminine presenting and like, um, you know, Right, identifying cisgender women. The it language conjures, are, like, it conjures up an an image that we're also ingrained with that the, immediately makes it feel so. The language uh, and the like imagery, narrowly, yeah. yeah. Language and imagery just it's, presents a certain feeling. Like this is what you have mm -hmm. to be to be included. And again, like this isn't meant for me, but for other people, and because I feel everybody needs to have that spot where they can come and be themselves and not have to worry. And wrestling is so toxic. I understand being around fucking just a bunch of neck bearded white guys is probably not what a lot of people want to talk about wrestling. I, Jenna, like mm -hmm. I said, she's a great example for me because she sometimes just doesn't want to tweet about certain things or she does. And it's like she gets like a bunch of replies from just a bunch of neck beards saying like, well, actually, this is just blah, blah, blah. It's like, you just don't get it. It's like, fuck off. But yeah. yeah. And like, it, like I, I am absolutely 100 percent like. We should like celebrate um, like women and, you know, anyone, whoever, even it like no matter who you are, if how you do want to dress and present like kind of lines up with that like aesthetic that basically the brandy aesthetic, because that's what obviously what it's based on of yeah. like of being like sexy and like and things like that, that normally do get you like very much harassed within wrestling like mm -hmm. um you should be yeah. able to own like own your sexuality and present it however you want without being harassed by that that should that should be celebrated in a group like this but also not the only thing and it shouldn't be so like forward facing the only mm -hmm. give like show that there's like a wide range of diversity in people that need this space and like 
celebrate everyone. Like, uh, yeah. it's just like by trying to be create an inclusive space, they have just instead siloed themselves off, which is like such a common shitty issue in you know, things like this. Yeah, yeah, for real. It just comes off like super disingenuous. It's like all the fucking commercials like yep. during the COVID era of like Burger King's here for you. It's like you don't fucking mean that. Fuck you. You're like putting all these. <laughs> we people... know. We know in these hard times, going to the store isn't isn't the first thing you want to do. But if you do, why don't you just hop in one of these new Ford trucks and you can just go on down there? <laughs> it's like, we're thinking of your family. Just that fake. That's why we have dispatched the Burger King to sneak into your home and bring you a burger. It, it's just that you don't have to leave the house. He washed his hands and he's not even human. He actually can't catch a disease. Long burgers Dude, I bet for burger, all. I bet that I bet that Burger King is nasty. Uh, the the thing though that like Dave saying, Thomas and, is the one that fucks. You know is that and also just how much of a fucking letdown it is because like that is like obviously that's a section of like wrestling fandom that is always yearning for a place to feel safe and to, to feel like they can express who they are into it. Uh, and then to have this company that already made these big promises be like, all right, now we're going to bring it to you. And then it's just this fucking pile of this plate of fucking nasty spaghetti. <laughs> Not even good spaghetti. It's just new, no. wet, new, wet noodles it's with tomatoes on them. It's fucking Quinn spaghetti. And you're like, fuck. All right, cool. I guess that was like, it's just to, to, to build up an expectation of, oh, this might be cool. And then to be let down. That's an experience that people had to ha- live over and over and over again. It sucks when AEW is going to fucking do it to you, too. <laughs> yeah. I hope they do better on things, but just their their inability to take any criticism has been just really yep. off off putting. And it's been mm-hmm. Kenny, it's been Brandy, it's been Cody. The Bucks went off Twitter because they just can't take criticism. Tony Khan, like, well, actually, is left and right. It's like, yo, like, just fucking, like, you listen to your fans at times, but maybe listen to the criticism a little bit more. It's not just like mm-hmm. a lot of people are being very respectful, like replying yeah. to Brandy. Replying to Cody and Kenny, it's like, listen, like, how are we supposed to take you seriously when, like, spending fifty bucks when you give women two fucking minutes? And then Brandy fucking said, "Well, this is a spot for women and females to talk about wrestling." So, most of them don't even like women's wrestling. It's not just that. <laughs> and it's like, what did you just say? Such a dumb tweet. That, I think that's the one that made her delete. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, well, oh. there's that. So what's What's been going on in so is it Lance Storm that that I've been seeing? I just was looking up today because uh, oh, I was fuck. like, "What's going on with this?" People are fucking. Where where did this war on intergender wrestling resurface? It right started now? before Lance Storm, but Lance Storm brought it back. Um, Lance Storm. In, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Lance Storm, fucking obviously meaning so well, but still just being a middle aged. That's what Just it felt like when I read that. Dude, you know, like, he, I like told this guy Jenna, is coming from a place. He came across like a mad dad. He did. He wants what's he best. Did. But he's his, like, well, his, I'm just going to take it all away. It felt like, yeah, his heart was in the right place. But it's like, no, you should actually probably just and he, stay out of this land. He, like, the thing is, like, he definitely does have um, secondhand experience because he has people, his trainees that come to them, come to him because they trust him. He is a good yeah. person. He means he well. He needs to be, I think, a little bit more educated on some things. I think that 
the way people were trying to go about go at him wasn't the most like they were obviously going to get argumentative because they already were because like the whole Kylie Ray thing that happened that's what kind of was bringing it back was Kylie Ray and then that, oh. then Lance Storm weighed in today from it not about Kylie oh, Ray okay. but but about that's kind of what yeah and... that's what started the intergender wrestling talk on Twitter was Kylie and so, Ray and so his whole thing right I so if, and not to just harp on him that's just the first instance that I saw of like okay what's like going on was that he was saying that like women shouldn't be forced into situations where they have to wrestle men if they're not comfortable with it, right? Yeah, so what like, he, that's what he was saying? What he's saying is that like since with everything that happened with speaking out, um that they should just get rid of intergender wrestling right now on the indies because he has a lot of experience with his talent that he trained coming to him saying, Hey, I was super uncomfortable and I was pushed into this. And so like a younger female with a like um, a veteran male like, you know, 10-year veteran and a two-match in women's wrestler coming up to him and being like, I don't feel comfortable. I feel like I had to because I can't say no because I'm young. Um, I won't get booked. Like, they won't use me anymore. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. That's what he was trying to bring across, saying just get rid of all of it. But it's it's not like well, I'm going to turn this car around or we're going to go home type thing. We're not yeah, going to McDonald's. Produ- it's not a productive thing to add to the conversation. Uh, to to just be like, well, let's just get rid of all of it. It's well, like, no, stop it, Lance. Like I, like I said, he, he came across like a mad dad, and I understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, he his heart like, is in the right place. Yeah, like, uh, you know, one kid got hurt on like this set of you know, and this is a shitty comparison. I'm not like making light, but like of the actual issues that happened. But like, like I, you know, this kid, you know, a kid fell off this swing set because it had. You know, someone, a shitty person built it bad. Let's get rid of all playgrounds across the entire world. Like, so that no kids get hurt. Like, no, like, let's fix the problem. Like, yeah, Lance really should have said, you know, I've had my I've had trainees, you know, express this issue with to me um, and say all this talk about intergender wrestling right now. This is an issue that we should address, um, not. Well, fuck it. Let's get rid of all of it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Okay. That, I, that, that sucks. I was wondering. That's what, okay. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. It, it really is. It's his, stupid. His, it, it, it's, his heart's in the right place. Yeah. He knows wrestling. He knows the business. Um, it's just, he went, a, just went about it. It's a, it's just a, yeah, it's a, it's an old, it's an old white guy thing to say. Yeah. I, Lance usually is, pretty on the fucking nose about things too he he really is and like especially like he has been like you look at the you know the women wrestlers like signed to major companies and who are like have come up in the last like 10 years or so and are like really like cornerstones of the business there's a really really high percentage of them that were trained by lance storm Mm -hmm. he like he really has been a champion of uh, of women's wrestling in that way for sure um, even since ovw he li- he, when he was training yeah, there he needs yeah he needs to listen to some of his trainees mm-hmm. i think um a little bit more not in the way that he you know he was listening to them in that they had these concerns he needs to listen to them uh in how to better use his voice to actually further um Voices that maybe don't have the same platform he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's it's a very touchy subject too because it's like 
that mentality in wrestling and in almost everything, like in almost anything, always exists of like you're the new person, you just do what you're fucking told, you put your head down. Like yeah, in, in like so many facets of life, like you're the fucking quote unquote rookie, you do it. And well, so and the, the the wrestling world is held so sacred that it's also uh, yeah. based around it's based around so many of these like Secrets. old school sort of like fucking uh you know you, you pay your dues like you, you do what the booker says like like those are the things that need to get addressed is like fucking yep. gatekeep gatekeeping fucking positions from younger talent to put them in situations that are fucking shitty i, I got like, that's what needs to be addressed yeah like like Not there's like, certain ones like i understand it's like the guys that come in on the road they make sure the locker room's cleaned up and right that stuff makes sense that's like a sports mentality it's like i, I mean specifically from like yeah <laughs> no no yeah. I, un- yeah. I understand what you're saying i'm just like i get yeah. like the, the stuff like that it's like you know, they, they're the ones that, like, they make sure everything's cleaned up. You kind of earn your keep a little bit. But, like, when you start taking it too far and using, like, that veteran status to just bully shit around and just do whatever, knowing that, like, as a booker and the wrestler that they can't say no. Like, mm-hmm. it's just shitty. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, 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 that's just predatory. That's, like, classic predatory behavior. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that seems like a good place to wrap this little bow up. Do we have the uh, questions? We had, My yeah, we had, ass hurts. Uh oh. <laughs> I like that you said that after coming back in from from the ba- using the bathroom. No, <laughs> no, it's just it's the chair I'm sitting on. Mm-hmm. Move it to the move it to the bed, dude. Or the toilet. Move it to no, the toilet. Well, it'll fuck up the mic. It'll fuck everything up. Uh, 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 right. No, I, I'm with well, you. I'm with you. Well, it's a good it's a good place to cut it short. We get I'll yeah, mull over those short. questions. Cut it short. You want to know how long we've been recording, bud? Oh, I've been looking the entire time. I have it up on my computer. Oh, years. This has been a long one. Yeah. But you know what? It's been a fun it's one. It's good. It's been good. And it's we'll been good and necessary. We'll get to those wonderful questions next. Yeah, I got week. a sneak peek of them, and they're good. Um, Sorry, Emma. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get tr- you next week. I tried. We love you, Emma. We love you. I'm not sitting on a big comfy couch. Let, let the record show that it was Oster that did not want to answer them because personally, he's angry. I will say. I, I had, I I had say, great answers. It, it, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna stand up. This is. A, I like how you're like talking like this is like such a long episode. We're it's doing like, it. It's. I. It's short. I am hurt. Bad. I am tired. I love I want my the, the, mommy. Der- how, Derek, how how you're standing right now is also how I imagine my dog <sighs> sees me. Because like you're just standing. I'm just seeing a a top standing angle. If you could just if you could just tell me I'm a good boy, that would actually be really nice for me right now. Yeah. I'd really enjoy. You're a good boy. Who's a good boy? Matt, after your behavior this episode? <laughs> Bad. Think you're a good boy? <laughs> Bad, Matt. Matt, I Matt know, you're tell- a great boy. Yeah. All right, time for questions from Blurg. Emma, our friend, our probably only listener. Fuck you, Bryson. Which would you rather fight, a Spencer's store manager or a Hot Topic store manager? Uh, Hot Topic store manager. Spencer's still has, like, different shit they could hit you with. At their disposal. Yeah. They have that fucking magic ball filled with lightning. Yeah. And so they have an entire um, back section of their store filled with sex toys, dude. And that's why exactly mm-hmm. why I'd want to fight that clerk. Because I feel like dildos, dildos fucking hurt. Dude, you're fighting. Uh, well, one, yeah, when I thought about other, this question, I'd rather fight the hot topic guy because, like, you don't want to get whacked with a dildo. No one does, but it's not that bad, I'm sure. Well, I've just worked at Spencer's and, like, I know all the fucking instruments of destruction they have there. 
I didn't yeah. realize that we were talking about we were using the weapons of that store. Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. And here, here's how you defeat a Hot Topic manager. You just, I have a, for the listeners, I have a pair of scissors um, that I'm using the, like, thumb loop next to my ear through. You, you just, you just, you just, you just yeah. pull. You, you just, just pull one of these. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I'm not fighting anyone in a fucking Hot Topic because there's too many spikes. And I also feel like it's sadder, dude. It's more of a sad place. I feel like Spencer's, so, that's a party fight, dude. And that's yeah, actually here's the one. That's the one here's I would like deal. to be in. That's a party a, fight. A Spencer's employee is unhinged. A Hot Topic employee looks sad. looks alternative, but is really just a fucking normie that loves Nightmare Before Christmas. That's All you totally gotta fine. do. And that's totally fine. No, it's not. All you gotta do is walk in there, say, hey, two things. A day to remember, trash. Nightmare Before Christmas, trash. You don't even have to fight. You just walk out. You already won. They're defeated. I agree. Um, with here's that. what I am going to say. I would never choose to fight any mall retail employee because um, we're working suck. with a relative scale um, of when we say unhinged, um, that's base level. Spencer's employer, like Spencer's employees are unhinged or the unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think if that's what I'm getting into a fight, then that's what I want to get in a fight for. You know what I mean? No, you're fighting against them, though. I know, exactly. But let's just see what happens, dude. That's the feeling I get with a Spencer's fight. Let's just see what happens. Okay. 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 I have a visual aid that I just remembered. YouTube.com. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Nice, dude. Better hit you twice. I remember that there was an art project dildo near me. What is an art project dildo? Dildo for Um, an art project? Yeah, used for a photography project one. That's beautiful. Is not safe for use. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's specifically not designed to be a working toy. Well, no, because it was covered in glitter. One. Oh, that is not safe. You should not be. Don't put that, that in any orifice into your system. Next question: right. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done in public? Uh, existed. <laughs> uh, that's uh, true for you. It's um, not fuckface. Um, <laughs> um, when I was a little kid, I was in 4-H. Um, like horse 4-H um, and we were having like our like 4-H club like award ceremony or whatever um, and uh, it was at the fairgrounds and I stuck my head uh, through this goat fence Oh no! that oh, no. I could then not get my head back out of. You got your head and, stuck in um, a goat fence? <laughs> and there weren't goats in there but it's like where goats are during the fair. I bet it stank um, And dude. I was like back behind people so like it took a minute before anyone noticed, and there are definitely pictures of the award, like the ceremony. I'm just in the far background with my head through a fence, like six year old me. Dude, that's, that's really great. Good. Oh, sir. Uh, the one that comes to mind is I got hit by a car while playing Game Boy when I was a kid. I was walking through a parking lot, and my mom was like, Keep the Game Boy in the car. And I said, No, mom, I'm playing Pokemon. And. I got hit, but that's not that embarrassing. Only my mom saw, and I didn't get hurt. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but she still talks shit about it. No, my mom rocks. Um, mm-hmm. She, um, let's see, what else? I I mean, I almost got beat up by a bunch of bands from Boston. That's that true. was pretty embarrassing, but that was my own fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think one of them was, it was during a show, and nobody noticed it. It was when I was playing in Leroy. Matt's tight. Nobody noticed it, but like Taylor jumped on stage to sing the fucking mailing cover we did. <laughs> and like he wrapped me up in a microphone and I fucking ate shit. 
and nobody saw. <laughs> nobody saw me fall. And like I just like popped back up, like like by the drum riser at the old venue, and like just like was like there, and, and I was like, God damn, I fell. I was like, Oh, what happened? The only person that saw was Brady. There's one person that saw. It was just Brady. That's, those are. That's one of my favorite moments is when you fucking beef it so hard and then you're like, no one saw. Yeah, it was oh, no great. one saw. But they also I, I saw Brady at, at a gas station this week, and I know, at first I was like, oh, that guy has an SAW shirt. Oh, that's Brady. <laughs> that's a person, wild quarantine beard, my dude. The oh, person yeah. who only has an AEW shirt. He just bought a house, too, so. Hell yeah, shout out. Yeah. Dude. One time I was so I worked uh, I worked at a very late night pizza place and I closed down. Yep, pie hole and downtown. Closed down and it was the night. It was the night after Cinco de Mayo and we we, we would give like Seis de Mayo the guys. The guys who work uh yes yeah, de Mayo uh the guys who work at Fatties we would give them like free pizza. Ryan Morgan. But anyway, they were like, what? Ryan Morgan from Misery Signals. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, so they were like, Hey, uh, we have a bunch of fucking leftover booze. We're closing up when you guys are done closing up. It's like 3am. They're like, just come on up. We're just going to be drinking. So we're like, okay. And so we went up there and we were drinking and I drank too much and they were giving me rumple mints and I never had rumple mints oh, before. No. And it was the last day of work with this guy that I worked with. I won't say his name, but we, just say, uh, just say their name. His name is Austin. He was really cool. Oh, yes. Um, and so we were up there and he There's was like, Austin. he was a, uh, uh, like a wrestler in high school. And so I, and he was always talking about how good he was at like wrestling. I never wrestled ever in any sort of fucking sport capacity. But I was like, I want to wrestle you before you move away because he was like leaving. And so anyway, we wrestled, and then it fucking jumbled. Up, he beat me, and then jumbled up my tummy, and I threw up all mm. over. And then I threw up all over my jacket, and my backpack. Damn. And this was like six o'clock in the morning, and I had to walk home. And I, I but and I work and I lived over on Fifteenth and River, which doesn't mean anything to anybody who's not directly you three. <laughs> But it was like a mile and a half walk, and I was covered in puke, and I was hammered, oh. and it was 6 a.m., and the sun was up, and I made the worst decision of my life, and it was to go into Dawson <laughs> Taylor's to get a cup of coffee, and I had puke all over oh, me. That and poor, I went that in poor there, barista, that poor and like, I knew, person. Dude, and it was like morning. Like, people were going to work, and I knew as soon as I walked in that I made a bad choice. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have done it, but then they were like, I got in line, and there was people behind me, and there was like a ring of people around me being like, this guy smells like fucking puke, and he's fucking wasted, and it's 6.30 in the morning, and I got my coffee, and I walked outside, and I didn't even leave the patio before it slipped out of my hand, and the coffee hit the ground and splattered everywhere, and I turned back, and... Like 35 people were staring at me. Not 35. That's crazy, dude. There was probably like six or seven people, but it felt like a million were staring at me. And I just looked like a fucking troll. And I looked back at them and I looked down. I picked up my cup and I threw it away and I just walked home. And I I didn't go into Dawson Taylor Coffee for about two and a half years after that. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the, it was the remember, worst. You remember which barista it was? Uh, every single one. I feel there. so bad for them. I feel so bad for them. I feel like I was like, what a nightmare. And I was like, this is what I need right now. But I'm going to chug this coffee and go home and go to bed. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say if like, you stopped like at McDonald's or something and like just threw up on I the way. In, no, that I went into it. I was covered in puke and I went into a very nice, very cool coffee shop and I fucked it up. That was literally what? Four doors down from your workplace. Yeah, exactly. It was the on the opposite street, so way. No, no, I was walking home, and I was like, oh, Dawson's, that sounds great. I'll drink some coffee. No, that shit. would be the opposite way if you're going to 15th and River. No, because I went No, because I went down fucking Bannock. No, I might have been living on 17th at that point. It doesn't matter. 
I didn't go. I didn't go into fucking Dawson for like two years after that. It's the worst, most embarrassing thing I ever did in my life. That was in public. That story gave me like really bad secondhand embarrassment. That's yeah, really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, your guys' embarrassing story is fucking blue, dude. I was like, as soon yeah, as I, I saw that head in a goat fence. That's a you're six years old. That's adorable. <laughs> that's that, that's like Disney Channel movie stuff, and I love it. And Matt, yours I is, loved it. Matt, yours is like fucking shitty, like teen dude, movie. Uh, I drank Nightmare on Elm Street shit. We had like four or five shots of rumple mints, and then I had like three tall cans of fucking Dos Equis, like 24 ounces. It was, was, I don't drink like that anymore. I can't. I physically cannot. (laughs) It's terrible. That's easy. You can. I'll get there. How do you get your steaks? Good. (laughs) That's the best answer. I pull them out of that vampire heart, dude. That's how I get my steaks, dude. Tent. Oh shit! That's another kind of steak. Oh my! That's like a nice medium rare. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm more of medium, like the reverse sear, though, like the super hot uh, or super hard sear. And yeah, mm-hmm. either butter base yeah. to toss in the oven, or I'll grill it. Do a lot of Traeger stuff lately, so mm-hmm. smoke that, Daddy. Oh yeah. Which wrestler do you think utilizes social media the best? Oni. Cody. <laughs> Luke Harper. Um, I am going to say mine are just my personal favorites. It's Malcolm Bivens and RJ City. Um, I, I think it's Malcolm Bivens. Like, considering like he's not an in-ring performer and he is like signed to NXT one, like 100% based on getting over through social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hands, hands down the best. Hand, sorry, hands down, the best wrestling social media you can follow at this moment right now is referee Charles Robinson, because he has discovered whatever app you can do to put your face on different stuff. <laughs> and to do today, he posted a video where he he was every member of BTS, the K-pop group. Uh, he did one with a, a Shakira, Shakira video that, that I think was we all watched. He's been. No, doing- I, I downloaded that app today, and I have some fucked up things to show you. <laughs> He's been doing a lot of them. Follow, follow WWE uh, Charles Robinson. Um, I think um, previously also, was John, John Cena on Instagram is great. Weird. I, was, the, the, I think the forefathers of this are obviously Colt Cabana and uh, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. Um, I think they're two of like the they were two of the best. I think now, like you get like the character. Wrestlers like the Dan Housens, the War Horses, uh, Dan the Dad, people like that do it really well. Um, RJ City is a really good one, too. Um, RJ City just talks about Golden Girls and how much of a heel he is. Yeah. It's great. And then I love Onis because Onis is just like an extension of his fucking character, which is really cool. Yeah. And then I will say Sami Zayn merely because uh, he uses his audience and his reach to do really good things. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, also, I think Kevin Owens is good because he's he's quiet, and then he'll just say something dumb and silly or something important, and I like that. Oh, and Xavier Woods, I think, is really good. Just because, I mean, he built a whole brand. Yeah. So. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Nick Gage, what the fuck is a squirtle? I see Nick Gage, I also, and also anytime he posts any videos, it's just like he's so, he's being so nice, like, what the fuck's up, gang? Uh, yeah, fucking murder, death, kill. Fucking love you all. I ride for you all forever. Fuck yeah. Fuck anyone who says fucking different. It's just like he's being so nice, but so Kyle, combat- Kylie Ray, MDK, lightning round, worst at Twitter. 
I'm out. I don't know. I I kind of curate my list. Um, I'm gonna um, expand it just a little bit to social media. Marty Janetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh, we didn't even talk about that, but uh, uh, Marty Janetti proved that he's the Marty Janetti of life. He um, speak by uh, admitting to murder on Facebook, dude. On Facebook, dude. That's crazy. Well, that, which is the same place he once uh, posted about how he found out someone he thought was his daughter actually wasn't and was asking people, is it okay if I find her hot? And then also posted a picture where it looked like he had flour on his face. They just said he oh. did a bunch of blow. Um, he talked about going nice, into porn. The, the, the post that he said that he confessed to a murder also was a breakup post. And yeah, there was right. some racist and homophobic things said. Oh, well, yeah, it yeah. was a mm-hmm. fucking ride. Like I said this before, I stole it from a tweet, but it was like a Stefan sketch from SNL. Dude, yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Fucking Marty Janetti is not yeah, well. I was gonna just say um, um, Hulk Hogan, like Seth Rollins, and like uh, Jackson up, Riker, brother. and yeah. then yeah. followed up with like a Brandy. Yeah. And also, just Hulk Hogan doesn't know how to type. I love that. <laughs> Need a serious cup of mud, brother. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> Zach, what is that? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the... It's like oddly, like, in like, like, oddly just, like, just keeps going. It's great. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? I, I sent y'all a little oh. fun little thing yeah. with that app, but oh, is that all the questions? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. What a fun, what a fun one. What a crazy time. What a yeah. crazy week. Yeah. My ass still hurts. Happy Rooster yeah. that's, that's nothing new. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy Miro I don't day. say that. Um, Happy and Miro Day. Russell Boys three sixteen says Rick to life on a horse dot gif. <laughs> <laughs>